Dear Mother, I think we've bitten off a bit more than we can chew. We left Lady Crestor's house full of excitement, ready to take on the assignment she had given us. We spent the evening at the Satin Cat celebrating our good fortune and making plans for the following day. In the morning, Bolt, Sere, and I found our way to the public record building. We found several documents and permits for warehouses owned by House Greenwood, one in the center of town and one by the docks. While we were poring over the boring and tedious records, boring and tedious to me, though I believe Bolt was actually enjoying the research, Ezra and Victor found their way to an inn that goes by the name of the Spider's Underbelly. This shady hostel is owned by the Silkborn House, a splinter house of the Whisper Silks. Victor and Ezra engaged in a friendly discussion with the barkeep and were able to discover more information about Braff Greenwood. Of course, this information came only after paying for it by drinking the inn's signature drink, a pint of ale which has been dipped into the venomous fang of a dead stuffed spider hanging from the ceiling of the bar. At least, this was the story Victor and Ezra relayed to us, so I cannot attest to the truthfulness of it. I admit, it does sound a bit far-fetched. The information collected was useful nonetheless. It seems Braff Greenwood is a bit of a thrill-seeker. He enjoys gambling at a secret underground fighting ring called the League of Crash. The ring is impossible to get into without a token of admittance, which Victor cleverly swiped from a spider's underbelly patron, while Ezra acted as a distraction. It was also suggested that we pay a visit to Gwen at a local house of ill repute, the Dreary Lady, which Braff has been said to frequent. We all met back at the Silken Cat to share our findings. We asked Jan Jin's husband, Tarion, if he knew anything about the League of Crash. A sheepish grin spread across his face. Janjin has been very vocal about her disapproval of Tarion's racing habits. His eyes darted from Janjin to us and then back again a few times. Finally, he admitted that he has heard of the League of Crash, but had no idea where the races took place, though he suspected a warehouse. Next, we made our way to the Dreary Lady. From the outside, the building appeared to be quite dilapidated. Several scantily clad women sat on the steps and porch of the building, coyly waving at passers-by. Sari was acting rather odd. She was more uncomfortable with my being in the dreary lady than I was being there. Though I do worry about the women there being mistreated by the patrons. If this is the profession they chose in life, I have no place to judge them for it. We entered a large parlor adorned with several tables and velvety furniture. A large chandelier hung from the ceiling. The floor was covered in thick red carpets. We asked for Gwen, but were informed she was busy. Victor followed a halfling into the back room to talk, about what I cannot say, and Ezra went with a Goliath woman for a massage. Eventually, a slight woman with short, thick black hair sat next to Sari, introducing herself as Gwen. Gwen is very pretty, but also a bit intimidating. I suppose a threatening look is a good skill to master in such an occupation. Gwen said she would be happy to talk, but it would cost us 100 gold. We paid the required fee, and Gwen led us to a private room to answer our questions about Braff. Gwen revealed that Braff is a regular client of hers and often brags about his prowess in the League of Crash. 
Apparently, he is a five-time champion within the league. Gwen suggested the best way to face Braff was by competing against him in the ring. We gathered up Victor and Ezra, both seemed rather relaxed, and made our way to the House Greenwood warehouse closest to us. The door to the massive warehouse was guarded by a looming half-giant. Victor approached and revealed the token he had stolen in the spider's underbelly earlier in the day. The guard eyed us carefully, but let us enter. As we crossed the threshold into the warehouse, we were hit with a wave of noise and humidity created by the mass of people inside. In the middle of the warehouse were five large framed sandboxes with towering stands along the long walls of the building. We caught a glimpse of a battle between a skeletal hand and a construct. The sound of the crowd was nearly deafening as they cheered for every attack and fatal blow delivered. At the far end of the room was a heavily guarded, gold-plated doorway. We asked if we might find Braff fighting, but were told he was watching the knight's fights instead of participating. We looked upward to see a large purple-shaped translucent dome. We were told Braff was watching the fights from within the large bubble, and the only way to enter was through the guarded doors. We cautiously approached the doors, and in an act of either complete stupidity or complete genius, Sari turned Craggy into a token with the infinite sight symbol upon its face. She moved to the guard and provided him with the Craggy token, asking him to present it to Braff in hopes of securing us an audience with him. I was certain Sari's plan would fail, and that she'd find herself without Craggy's company, but the guard soon returned and placed the token back into Sari's hands. He relayed a message from Braff, telling us to meet him at the usual hideout. This information caused us to believe that the warehouse by the docks was the one housing the infinite site. It was clear we weren't going to get an audience with Braff during the fights, so we decided to wait for him to leave the building. In the early hours of the morning, Braff finally emerged from the warehouse. Braff is nothing spectacular, in my opinion, but clearly thinks highly of himself. He was surrounded by half-giant guards on every side, six in total. Quite the entourage for a nobleman's son. I suppose his compulsion for such protection was warranted. If he hadn't been so heavily guarded, we could have snatched him up in an instant. Instead, we had a rather difficult task ahead of us. Braff and his company began walking through the dark streets of Terabon, away from the warehouse. Victor and Ezra both silently slipped through the dark and up on the rooftops. Sarah Bolt and I followed Braff on the ground, about thirty feet behind him. We tried to act inebriated so as not to rouse suspicion, but our acting needed a bit of work. Before we knew it, one of the guards in the back of the pack had whipped around and fired a crossbow at Sarah, shouting at the others that they were under attack. Braff and three of the guards broke off from the group and escaped down an alleyway. Sari was quick and managed to deflect the first two bolts with her magic, but a third bolt hit her, dropping her to the ground. Bolt quickly brought her back to her feet as they healed her with magic. Sari quickly went dark to provide herself some cover. It was immediately clear that we would most certainly be on the losing end of the fight we had just started. But I found, with the wayward watch, there is no backing down. Victor, now down in the streets, was fighting one-on-one -on -one with a half-giant. He was already bruised and bloodied. He called his carefully placed knives back to him. 
They went sailing through the air, cutting two of the half-giants as they returned to their master. Victor crossed his arms over his chest and fell backward into the waterway behind him, hoping to escape further wounds. Unfortunately, the half-giant lunged his spear into the water, impaling Victor with a sharp weapon. The water turned a dark crimson. Ezra rose from the rooftop. The brilliant moon shone brightly behind him. I watched as his armored silhouette swiftly knocked an arrow and began shooting the guards below, hitting one of the half-giants squarely in the back. He quickly turned toward Ezra and mercilessly returned fire. The guard who had hurt Sari put away his crossbow and exchanged it for a sword, then brazenly stepped into Sari's darkness. She deftly swung at him with Craggy, leaving a gash on his calf. Bolt swung at the darkness, pummeling the half-giant. Sari finished him off with a deep cut across his neck. A spray of blood splashed out of the darkness. Sari moved to the guard shooting at Ezra, hitting him with the butt of her glaive. Her attack did little to deter his focus, and he shot once more at Ezra. I watched as the arrow hit Ezra in the chest, causing him to immediately collapse. He would have tumbled off the roof, but his foot seemed to be caught in the chimney, saving him from utter destruction. Next, the most beautiful and miraculous thing happened. Amid all of the terror and bloodshed, Bolt's chest cavity opened up, and the old steel emerged. The steel bonded to Bolt's body and transformed into a shining and radiant shield. This shocking event seemed to fuel Bolt's confidence as they delivered blow after blow to the guard that had wounded Ezra. The third guard swung violently at Bolt, but their new old shield proved its strength, protecting Bolt from the attack. My own efforts seemed to be in vain as I swung at the half-giants repeatedly, not finding the strength to pierce their armor. I was finally able to deliver two successful strikes to the guard who had shot Ezra. Sari swung Craggy over her head and dropped our enemy to the ground. I immediately turned and ran toward Ezra. With the power of the trio, I was lifted through the air in a matter of seconds. One moment, I was on the street below. The next, I was on the rooftop, kneeling beside Ezra. Blood had pooled beneath his wound and was running down the thatched roof. I placed my hands on his chest and prayed. Please, I whispered to the trio. Please spare sweet Ezra. He belongs in this world. He belongs with us. He is my brother, my family. We need him here. As the words left my lips, sparkling green magic left my fingertips, settling into Ezra. I removed my hands, and where his wound once was, magical cherry blossoms now covered his chest. He slowly opened his eyes and sat up. I threw my arms around him, and he gave an awkward grunt, and I embraced him in a tight hug. While I was tending to Ezra, Bolt managed to pull a bloody and lifeless victor out of the waterway and brought him back to consciousness. Soaking wet and groggy, Victor threw Cinderhearth out at the last of the guards. It hit him directly between the legs, dropping him to his knees. Sarah and Bolt descended on him, but it was Ezra who managed to kill him with a final fatal shot from the rooftop that landed right between the guards' eyes. We didn't have time to think of what to do next. We had narrowly escaped the fight all in one piece, and we could already hear the shouts of the Arcanum coming to investigate the battle. We all quickly gathered and ran as fast as we could for shelter at the Satin Cat. 
Braff Greenwood may think he is safe, Mother, but we will find him and the infinite sight, and they will regret having crossed the wayward watch. I hate myself for having such dark thoughts of malice and vengeance, but I cannot let those who have hurt me and my friends escape without answering for their actions. Love, Eve. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tales of an Area, session 17. Woo -hoo 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 -hoo. Still alive. Yeah, barely. 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 Yeah. Um, so, a bunch of limbs. if everybody watched last episode, you know that we had some technical difficulties. Hopefully, we don't have any more tonight. We shall see. Bye. But, <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody knocked. Um, yeah, we'll but it's okay. okay. Hopefully you enjoyed the uh, recap version of combat, and tonight I've got some great stuff planned. So without further ado, let's just dive right back in, shall we? Not into the canal. Not oh. literally into the canal uh, this track. time. <laughs> so the party has made their escape uh, freely. They The ambush didn't happen or didn't take too long to... I mean, it, took, it felt like it took forever, but it didn't take that long to defeat these half-giant guards and then run from House Whitetail as they were clamoring on in. And now you find yourselves back at the Satin Cat to uh, metaphorically lick your wounds. Uh, so I need to know... cat would. Yeah, is anybody... How's everybody feeling? The phantom um, cat. I'm feeling like 20 out of 44-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I meant emotionally, but I guess physically works too. I'm, I think Sarah would be like... Her blood is up. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and actually feeling pretty good about uh, maybe snatching a stalemate from the jaws of defeat. <laughs> She's like, I think those might have been more like three quarters giants, not half giants. They hit hard. I agree with that. With my seven of 33. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both like over rubbing a dent, like I agree with that. Yeah. Victor's like both nosebleeds, like dried blood everywhere. You got a shirt painter. Basically. Yeah. We got our butts handed to us, but I think it was the right call. Well, infinite sight after all. Obviously. But perhaps the direct approach, as much as it pains me to say it, might not be the best one going forward. I'm just not quite strong enough, I don't think. Off to the woods. Time to kill Boris. Any <laughs> more levels. We need to kill some slimes. We only need 100 right. levels. How many boars would we have to kill to get 600 hit, 600 experience points? <laughs> How many sewer rats? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of them. Uh, one thing that kind of nobody really noticed during the combat, but you might notice now as well, is, uh, and this is a reminder for the party and the people at home, um, is Bolt's new shield, nice. which is currently just kind of like not a shield, right? No, yeah, it's... Right now, it's uh, in its kind of like quicksilvery state where it just goes up Bolt's arm, mm -hmm. up maybe even onto their back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's just that 
alt steel. Do we ever kind of decide a color for alt steel? Is it um, alt steel glows? Or is it just kind it of glows a, with bright intensity. So whenever it takes shape, like it, it's it could be different colors. Okay. So so it's kind of like a, I want to say like it's you know what hap you know when polished silver gets like that tarnish on mm -hmm. it. It's kind of like that, right? It's like shiny silver, but it's got a lot of that like dark tarnish on it. And then when it forms into the shield, you see that like rusty red magic that that will use this okay. and you know, forms forms shield and then that's and it glows while it's in that. Are there like channels in his arm like Wolverine and when he flexes like whoosh <laughs> sort of. I mean it's more magical thing, but yeah. <laughs> it's a symbiote. It's not a Wolverine. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it would just more like that, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? That's a red one. Well, <clears throat> Bolt, it looks like that old steel came in handy after all. I, yeah, it, uh, it appeared to have helped quite a bit, actually. How do we get our hands on one, two, three, four more? <laughs> <laughs> well, according to what we've been told, it's quite rare. So I think even finding one was kind of a shock. Now that it's taken its form, does it still have the same glow for Victor? Uh, no, you can no longer see it. It is now in a solidified, yeah, natural, like it's no longer in a nebulous, chaotic form. I kind of like test it out a few times and form yeah. it and then bring it back. Well, hopefully, eventually won't be able to make use of it anyway at this point. Well, once, if if uh, the professor, I can't remember his name. Moriarty? Was it Moriarty? <laughs> oh, Larian? Larian? Yeah. 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 Professor Larian said that once it's formed, it's no longer in its malleable, uh, wild magic state, basically. So, hopefully, hopefully, Benthony doesn't want it. But I can't be a hundred percent sure if you know he won't try cutting my arm off for it or something. Stranger <laughs> things have n been known to happen. Just then, actually, Janjin, who's been watching out the window as soon as you guys came in battered and bloodied. Uh, she closes up the, the window and turns around. She says, you all better head upstairs. Looks like the guards are making their rounds. Good and I'm assuming that that means they're here for you. Unfortunately, yes. We appreciate your help. Of course. Yeah. I could use a rest. Perhaps we see if we can get some sleep and make plans in the morning. Yep. Um, your ring begins to give off a, the scent of lilacs. I think Lady Crestor would like to speak with us. How about we meet in somebody's room? Who has the nicest room? Mine, of course. <laughs> Victor is meticulous. <laughs> Not a grain of dust escapes his sight. Victor's room, then. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sitting in darkness. No one can read the paper. Is there a lamp here or? <laughs> Come to my room. You can one. sit on Darien as a couch. It's like two minutes of just like, mm, no, nah, this isn't going to work. Let's go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, as soon as you open up the door, like Darien is right there and he like starts like rushing out like he's been waiting for the door to be open to come rescue you because he's been feeling <laughs> the emotions. Darian. Is this the puppy that so you leave sorry. at home? The, the bed is ripped apart. There's little droppings all over the floor. The door frame has been chewed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half the door is actually gone. He's, he's been working on it for a long time. Oh, no. His head was sticking out. So you just going to wrap it. Waiting. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Darian. 
Uh, let's see what what we've got. Uh, so the note says, um, first of all, it says, are you okay? <laughs> and then below that, it says, whitetail guards are on the lookout for a group of five. Lay low for the time being. I will pull some strings. Helps to have a patron. It really does. Word travels fast in a city this large. Surprising. I think we might have done a little more bad than good <laughs> with that situation, but nonetheless... We can always blame it on that Brander. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Whatever happened yes. to Brander. <laughs> I hope he got what was coming to him. I sure hope it was lots of face punches. Yeah. call us when we first got here. <laughs> the children of prophecy. You can yeah. always blame it on the children of prophecy. Mm, that is a good idea. Perhaps we, we should. Wait, who are they again? <laughs> when we came in, that guy was like, like, Oh, yeah, the yeah. children of <laughs> the children of prophecy. <laughs> nice. But, but maybe, Sorry, maybe we don't want to blame it on our heralds. <laughs> True. <laughs> Although. If they all think he's crazy, they won't expect his uh, eyewitness account to be correct. So <laughs> just outlandish. True. I mean, for all we know, he could be telling that right. the giant metal man was twenty feet tall, and <laughs> you know, and a, a woman made of pure darkness. And, you know, at least I mean, that's if I was true. crazy, that's probably how I would. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it. Well, I think it's good to lay low too, because I don't know that Breath will want to uh, visit the. A lady's house of pleasures. The dreary lady. I think that's exactly where he would want to go. <laughs> to soothe his hurt ego. Hmm. Do you think they could... Um, Are we dressing Victor up in a no. sexy lady costume? <laughs> no. Is that what we're doing? Pig in lipstick. <laughs> the blind maiden. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and is like, oh, that's a beautiful way. No, like, I turn around. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. No thanks. If he drinks enough, I'm sure you'll look at it. Perhaps Me he can goggles. go and get his nose waxed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the outside of the nose? Not the, the nostrils, the outside. The inside. I waxed Christian's nostrils. <laughs> he lost the game. <laughs> first, time, first time back and she's already succeeded on her task. Right. You know what that means. No matter I'm what never, you say or do to him, he can't cry. He's already out of tears. I'm out. <laughs> they've all they've all drained today. All Wonderful. And I'm out of dry heaves. Yeah. Dallin <laughs> almost barfed. Wait till you see them in here. Anyways. You're Dallin in the background going, oh. <laughs> so And nasty. I'm like, look, Dallin. <laughs> yeah. As as a side note, I have this image of my head in my head of the uh, white tail guards. Rounding up five people and the captain going, "You idiots! You've captured their stunt doubles. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong people." Yeah, I had an image of Brander in stockades with a sign that says "Punch me." Punch me. Punch his face, and he's just like, "Oh." Please do. I think it best if we take the night to sleep on it. I think we'll all feel a little better in the morning, and perhaps our purpose will be more clear. I have some praying to do myself. Sounds good. Um, I'll, set Sounds up, I'll set up on the main level, out of sight, and, and uh, keep watch. Let you guys know if anything 
happens. It's like go sentry mode. The, the the thing in the corner that's just a suit of armor, officer. <laughs> cool. I, <laughs> dang, did dang. it just did it just say err? <laughs> it didn't make the noise. No. You said the noise. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So everybody goes to their rooms. I'm assuming there's something that uh, Eve would like to do before we get to our long rest. Yes, Eve is going to snuggle up in Darien and just call out to the trio and ask for... Like a tauntaun? Not like a tauntaun. Not inside. No. <laughs> that is horrible. Uh, well, if you, you can want, summon him back. Darien has a pouch, like a marsupial pouch. <laughs> can you Ultimate ride snuggie. I don't know if that is weird or not. <laughs> can you ride into battle like that? <laughs> out of it? Like... <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Draw that, please. <laughs> most likely, <laughs> she'd be like hitting the ground Fan like a... <laughs> She's not, not getting in the pouch. That's... I can't wrap my mind around Don't go in your animal's pouches. It's no. weird. No. It is kind of... It's kind of icky. Uh, it's yeah. so sticky in here. Yeah. Oh! It is. It, it is in, inside a pouch of like, like a kangaroo. How do you know this? Uh, I've had my hand in <laughs> Nature? <laughs> last Nature time, last time I climbed into a marsupial pouch. <laughs> okay, um, yes, but Eve will just offer a prayer uh, to the trio and ask them if they can provide some guidance on how she can best get the information from Braff that she needs. Okay. Um, give me a religion check. Because you don't, you're not, you're not a cleric, you don't technically have to find really intervention. <laughs> me too. Uh, I don't think Crickets. you've ever rolled I've, a I've rolled so poorly every single time. Sometimes gods are fickle when they don't yeah. respond to oh, they inquiries. are for sure. Yeah. They're on their own time. Well, I guess That's I'm on true. my own again. <clears throat> Let's go to bed, Darian. Uh, Darian nudges you as, as soon as you say you're on your own. You're right. I'm glad you're here. Minute. I don't know what Why is he the same to your Frodo? Like those are the vibes I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I can't carry the ring, Miss Eve, okay. but I can carry you. Exactly. <laughs> In his pouch. In his pouch. <laughs> you pouch. Thank you, my sweet Darian. <laughs> called the gods was do do do. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> the prayer you have tried to complete cannot be completed. As dial. Okay. Uh, everybody, go ahead and take a long rest. Thank goodness. Ah, oh, so nice. Nice and refreshed the next day. All of your wounds magically healed. All right, let's take on some more half giants. <laughs> There's only three, three quarters giants. Victor's like slowly, <laughs> three, three before giants. he went to bed, he was like slowly taking like wrappings off and like, he just lays in bed as a, just a stiff board and wakes up fresh <laughs> as a daisy. Perfect. It's amazing how it works. Yep, that's how that's how game logic works, <laughs> apparently. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and say that actually a couple days pass. Um, there's no root. Uh, there's no root. There's no more instructions from Lady Crestor yet, saying that the heat is off or anything. The guards are still like constantly on patrols, you know, ten times more, and you're trying not to draw attention to yourselves. Uh, Jan Jin, basically, uh, your your level of the inn that she has you staying in is closed off for any other guests or anything like that. Private party, private function. Calls for affairs. Yeah. Um, we were applied, right? Did we? Nope. Um, During that time, we Yeah, sorry. Applied. The next day you can reply if you'd okay. like, or if you want to just leave it at that, you can. Dear Lady Crestor, 
Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> the what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> wayward watch. The wayward watch. The wayward watch. Uh, children of she, she will send back a reply, and she says, "You certainly know how to make an impact. I'm excited to see what else you can do." So it's not She's like not mad at us. Well, that's quite the response. To, maybe she wants a short. She hides it very well. Maybe the politics have gotten a bit stale around here. It's our turn to shake it up a bit. I'm okay with that. Well, remember, we don't know how old she is because she she should be could be really bored. She is the original Lady Crystal. We yeah. know that. Yeah. So at least a hundred years, fifty old. years. <laughs> yeah. More than she looks fabulous, though. I have to say. <laughs> I know, darling, I know. <laughs> Lots of sunscreen. She, she's like a tall Edna Mode. <laughs> the, the accent that I gave her was a very slight Romanian. Um, because mm. I thought it was fitting. But uh, I guess she could be an Edna Mode. Or is that just a deception? Is she Roman? Is she... Um... So like a gypsy? <laughs> gypsy, yeah. Maybe she just steals the youth from other people. Mm. She goes around telling people thinner. <laughs> a lot. That's a creepy show. Yeah. I don't know. I could use like a month or two of thinner curse, in, in my opinion. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Me too. I think we all can. Um, so we're going to go ahead and say that um, if, you, if anybody wants to like put out any feelers about Graf, you can. Um, if you want to go out one at a time or try and just like sneak around a little bit, uh, you can do that. Um, but otherwise, I think, I think Surrey would potentially just kind of set up shop outside of um, the what was the house of ill repute? The called? dreary lady. The dreary lady. She'd probably just kind of hang out around there and just sort of watch to see if she can see him come. Stay away from the corners. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, you you find a nice spot, but you don't see any sort of like tells hill signs of uh, Brath going in and out. So, nice. I mean, plenty of other patrons. The Dreary Lady is a very popular establishment, mm. apparently. I think Ezra would probably go try and scout out like rich ritzy places like baths. And, I don't know. Okay. Place like <laughs> just pretend like I'm in a public bathhouse. Fancy yeah, like baths. a public bathhouse, but like I wouldn't be that. <laughs> like I would go take a bath and pretend like I'm. No, what I'm there's doing. a montage of, of you like looking in window sills, and then pretty soon there's one of you just coming up out of the water of the bath, <laughs> looking around and like, oh, yeah, like that secret. <laughs> no one knows how you got in this shop from. Oh, that's apocalypse now. Just. Yep. But <laughs> oh, with suds on your head. Yeah. 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 That's what a I mohawk. Do. A suds mohawk. Oh yeah. Yeah. No matter no matter what you do with the suds, it always ends up in a mohawk. Exactly. Um, go ahead and give me a an investigation check, would you? Okay. Because yours is more just like watching an old uh, mm, nice. right natural twenty. Mm -hmm. Um. So you, what you hear, is nothing to do with Braff, but it is intriguing to note that within. The next week, the 12 houses of Terabon are meeting to decide on their next, like, de facto leader. Mm -hmm. Every oh. every few years they get together and they vote on which house will lead them into the next era, as it were. Um, it's very nebulous as far as that goes. You're not really sure 
like if there's like a, a time frame that it happens or if there's sort of like something changes or if somebody retires like it's all kind of you know, it all seems a little random and there's conflicting stories but you do know that they the houses are gearing up for a shift in power currently house rakshim has uh has the high seat as it were um but there's a lot of talk about who's going to get it next now, this is just curiosity. When they do that, does the current house in power, are they not allowed to be the next one? Like, do they constantly make sure that no no house rules two, two periods in a row or whatever? Um, there's no general rule for that, but... Is it an unwritten, like, they It's kind of an unwritten, yeah, unwritten rule in that regard. We'll... Sorry, Darian is just, he's got, he's he's got, got a scratch. Yep. You don't have fleas, do you? She <laughs> will actually take Darian on some long rides. Okay. Probably go outside the gates mm-hmm. of Terrabon. Run a Ma- couple circuits. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe see if if the Tempered Requiem is still out there and just say hello to that oh, good-looking Ivan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they are still there. Ivan is... Uh, when you get to the camp, he's definitely kind of just talking with a few people, and he turns around and he says, Eve, I wasn't expecting you back. Somehow he's always shirtless and sweating. <laughs> <laughs> throws always. Yeah. Uh, thank you. It's it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Um, is there something that I can help you with? Or were you just out for a joyride? And he reaches down and gives Darian a scratch under the chin. Mostly out for a joyride. Um... I just ad- admire your leadership skills and <laughs> struggling with my own a bit, I think. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I have quite the rowdy crew. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him. Uh, yeah. Would you like to sit down, talk for a bit, have some tea? Just then, explosions from Terrabon. <laughs> Eve just knows. That's <laughs> 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 There they are. Yep. Um... Sure. She'll sit down and have some tea with him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll prep a very nice herbal tea. Uh, a little Uncle Eero going on here. Where, uh, he tries to make sure. from the vine. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, so um, what, what seems to be troubling you about your leadership skills? I just, I'm struggling to know how to get someone, how, how to respect others' wishes and opinions but also lead with confidence. A good leader listens to opinions, but gives them as much thought as a grain of salt. Hmm. Seasoning on top of your own plans, as it were. (laughs) I like that. I would say that it's very difficult to herd cats, if you've ever heard the phrase before. I have, and there's a cat back at the place we're staying. <laughs> and um, so you know, you know that one cat is a, is a nuisance in its own right, but uh, a bunch of cats that you're trying to lead into the same direction can tend to go a little wild. I think the best way to handle a situation like that would be to just lean in. Mm. But again, 
I don't really know how to handle cats. I, I handle people who are more like dogs. <laughs> Loyal. <laughs> well, I don't think you're giving the Wayward Watch enough credit. <laughs> but I appreciate your insight. The the loyalty that you have for them is is incredible. Thank you. And the fact that you are continuing to advocate for them, even when you are feeling down yourself about leading them, shows that you are the correct choice. Well, thank you, Ivan. I appreciate that. Welcome. I would say that when it comes to making decisions, listen, and then make whatever decision that you want to make, that you feel is best. And if they don't like it, they they will have to find another leader. But I doubt that they will go that far. I guess we shall see. <laughs> we shall. But if you ever need a nice cup of tea or somebody to ramble on about cats and dogs for a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm always here. Thank you. Just butterflies. Um. But everything else is going okay. You don't need anything. There's no. I think so. We're having a little trouble with the mission that we've been tasked with, and oh, you don't happen to know much about the Greenwood House, do you? Uh, one of the twelve houses of Terabon. They handle the patrols. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very ill-satisfied with their current role in the city. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been passed over for the high seat for about. 12 different years in a row. 12? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's been a long time since they've been in favor in Terrebonne. Hmm. And uh, they've been sort of grandstanding a lot in the past few years as we as they've been leading up to this next choosing. Hmm. Which is why we're here, by the way. Really? Yeah, we're uh, providing extra security for the event. Not on Greenwood's request, we're here on the Rakshim request. That's interesting. Do you think anything will happen? I think Greenwood is a lot of talk, but they don't have a lot of pull. The Mm -hmm. state of the roads kind of shows you that they don't really have much in the way of forces. Mm. They could align themselves with a foe. I suppose that would be an incredible coup to take place in the city, though. And is that where this is all happening? Uh, yes, uh, the, the they meet in the council chambers on the high at the high seat, which is the name, both the name of the uh, ruling family and the name of the building, which is right next to the Tremeculis. And in how many days is this occurring? The actual date is kept secret from the public, just for security purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could happen anywhere between. Three to four to five to six to seven days. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely seems like an event that the Wayward Watch should attend. Crash. Do you have a connection with the, one of these nobility houses? I may or may not. Certainly not House Greenwood. Of course. Um, you don't. You don't suspect anything like that, do you? I don't know what to expect anymore, but I do have reason to believe that Greenwood House is in some nasty business. 
I will amp up security, as it were. I would highly recommend that. Well, I hope to see you there. Of course. And, um, again, if you ever need any advice, despite the advice that I've given you so far, if you need any better advice, probably go talk to my mother. <laughs> but uh, if you need a friendly, a friendly shoulder to lean on every now and then, I'm here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Darian! <laughs> right there. Like, instantly. I don't think Darian even left your side. No. Yeah. Let's go home. And Darian rides off uh, back towards the gates of Terrapon. So. So the whole time talking is Darian, like, locking eyes with him, saying that she's, like... Mm-hmm. And then he's like flipping his ear over her and like nudging her and you're like trying to distract her the whole time. <laughs> you're being you're being bounder blocked. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Um so after two days, the the second morning everybody wakes up. I'm assuming that everybody is keeping the same kind of day night cycle shift. There's no there's no like outliers or anything. Bolt obviously has his um Sentry mode that he does instead. Sentry's rest. Yep. Yeah. And on the second day, you guys are just starting to wake up, and Jenjin uh, comes upstairs and quickly uh, walks to Ezra's door and talks on it a few times. Okay, I'll open the door. Um, Ezra, there is a Goliath woman here uh, asking to speak <laughs> with you. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. I will head down the stairs okay. and greet. I forgot her name already. So she well, did not have a name. Okay, good. But everybody yes. called her Helga in the last episode. So her yeah. name is Helga. Helga. Um, and she looks much as she did at the day you, or the evening you met her at the Dreary Lady. Mm-hmm. Smooth gray skin with black tattoo markings uh, and hard lines uh, that cover all the visible skin, while the rest is covered by a long dress and bodice that leaves a tantalizing amount of upper body exposed. Uh, including her very muscular arms, which you are familiar with. Which are the best part? A, <laughs> a small an arms guy. Huh? I guess. Mm, I guess that's right. Yeah, he uses lots of weapons. He's a fighter. Of course, he's an arms guy. A small brass pendant dangles on her neck, flashing in the early morning light, and her long, deep black hair is pulled back and wrapped together in a very complex braid, and it goes down to about her waist in in the braid itself. Um, she looks extremely well put together for someone whose face is in near panic. Uh, Janjin has poured her a cup of tea, which she is staring at uh, while she chews on her lower lip, lost in thought. Helga, seems that something is bothering you. And she jerks up and stands up and she says, Oh, Ezra, I'm so sorry to uh, barge in on your place, but Fenry is missing. Fenry? You know, Fenry... The, the half-orc that assisted with your massage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> you, remember. you do not remember any Fenry, actually. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. This isn't a Ezra's misremembering the last, okay. or a Dallin's misremembering the last episode. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember any Fenry. I don't recall. She, like, she gets, she gets this kind of, like, worried look on her face, and she's like, you don't remember her. Like, she came in and assisted me because you had so much tension. I mean, my eyes were closed and my face was down, so maybe, but... And she, she growls out and she goes, not you too, and she slams her fist on the table and she says, I'm not crazy! And then gets back down and, like, takes a drink of her tea. Hmm. Seems like you might be experiencing the effects of 
time magic. What? Well, I'm sort of familiar with it. The panic, the misremembering of events. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I, I don't know much about magic. Um. Hmm. Who have you been in contact with recently? Um. Well. So. Uh, last night, uh, uh, there were there were a couple gentlemen that came in, and Venry and I entertained them for the evening. And when I I fell asleep, and when I woke up in the morning, uh, they were both gone. Venry was gone, and nobody in the Dreary Lady knew who she was. Hmm. Do, <clears throat> did they have any symbols on them? Anything that looks um, oh, and she and she grabs the pendant and she kind of unclips it in the back. And she says. Uh, one of them left this and hands it over to you. Wow. Flip it over and look at it. It's exactly uh, what you think it is. It's got the symbol for the infinite side on it. Brian <laughs> Crawl spits in your cereal. Mm. I recognize the symbol. This is the infinite sight. If you're involved with the infinite sight, you are in danger. I, I'm, I'm not involved with anyone like that. Um, well, but maybe not directly, but perhaps a victim of them. What she's saying is she's not involved with anyone. <laughs> By the way, the rest of you can start making your way down. Okay. Is it Venry? Venry. 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 Yep. Venry. Morning, everybody. Oh, easy. Looks like uh, you've got a. Like, shut up. Look. Oh. <laughs> it is. A, it's a small pendant, by the way. It's not okay. like a, it's not like a big. Like, shut up and look. Where, yeah. where did you get that? From Elga. Hey, um, I'll just lay the story. Yeah, so okay. everyone's clear. Yeah. Yep. Um, is there anything about this? What did, was her name that you said? Fenry. Fenry. That you think might have marked her for? Hmm. Well, I guess that made her dangerous, or that might be interesting to criminals, as it were. I mean, uh, we always have issues with people trying to abduct the girls uh, but mostly we handle that in internally um, but Fenry wasn't special in any way she I mean she was special to me she was a great friend and she's good masseuse you don't remember has she spent much time with anyone from house Greenwood no um, not recently hmm. what can you tell us about these two men who I don't I don't entertained? remember the one that she was with but uh, the dwarf that I was with, he had a uh, curly red beard. Um, he had a scar on his right forearm, and his breath smelled of spices and fish. When you say you don't remember much about the other fellow, does it f feel like you should remember, but you can't, or...? No, it's mostly that I was paying attention to my client, and not the other. You guys keep a list or like a sign-in book or something. I mean, I know you want to be discreet, but... Discretion is the business, so no. Um, it, can you help find Fenry? We can try. I mean, I hate to say this bluntly, we are in the midst of dire... Um, it's top secret mission, but I will keep... My eyes and ears open. Of course. I, I am so sorry if I have interrupted. No. I just it's likely that, that our own interests 
are connected. We might be connected. That would be great if you if you could find her. I would be I would be grateful, and I I do have, I can give you a small reward. Can I, you des- can you describe her for us? Uh, Fenry is a. <laughs> <laughs> Fenry is a half orc. Uh, she has pale skin, um, small tusks. Uh, she has uh, shining blue eyes, and um, she is quite fit. She she takes pride in that. Hmm. Well, we'll certainly keep an eye out for her, and we are. Um, well, I don't know if I should say this. We are on the trail of the infinite sight. So it's very likely that if we can get to the bottom of whatever it is that they're up to in this city, we might be able to bring her back. Of course. What, what do I do in the meantime? I have do a, I go I have back? a very sharp pain in the base uh, of my neck right here. I mean, I, and she stands up and moves <laughs> over like, just like it's almost like second nature and she just grabs her elbow and just like instantly like, yeah, pops Release. back in place, yeah. Mm. Well, I would say carry on as if don't know anything and you don't remember anything. Okay. Maybe keep it that way for a it's, while. It's just so hard to see all my sisters not remember Fenry. It's probably best to, like they say, to pretend you don't know either. I, I will try. And if, if I see anyone from House Greenwood or anyone from these um, infinite sites with the same pendant, I, I will let you know. Perhaps we, I mean, you know that you can talk to us about Fenry. Is there a code word we need to use if we need to send someone else? Hmm. Like knock knock, you say who's there, you say Fenry. <laughs> that sounds fine to me, I suppose. And then they say Fenry who, and you know it's them. <laughs> oh, okay. Uncrackable code. <laughs> Can someone write that down for me, please? <laughs> uh, Helga leaves, and you guys have a new lead? You have a description of a dwarf that used to have the pendant that Helga was wearing. Um, and yeah, what would you like to do? Hmm. Do we want to have look for him in the city? It's a lot of ground to cover. Have we heard anything else about the power change at all? I was just going to ask it was if gonna be you had Ezra told all of us. Yeah, I would have told uh, okay. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming you've Yep. And that was that was the first day uh, of the two. So technically, there's only four more days until four days until the vote. Yep. Okay. Until the vote. Sorry, four more days. Well, okay. Obviously, we ought to keep an eye out for this fellow, but I'm not sure where we would look. He frequented the the dreary lady once. I could continue to watch for him there, but did you notice him? I mean, I was really only looking for brass. That I mean, actually, let me ask. Did I? Um, go I ahead and give me a history check to go back through your memory and think about it. someone who would moments. meet that description. Yeah, because um, we know we know Brav has visited Drury Lady multiple times. Oh, like that he's kind of nine. haunt of his. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> so you don't remember. You don't remember the dwarf. Which kind of makes sense considering time magic has been in play. Maybe they erased themselves from sure. that memory too. Uh, maybe you did see them and you just don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, I I will give you one phrase that she said, um, and that was the that was the description of his breath. 
Right, fish G. and spices. Right, well, <coughs> we could always either frequent um, or look for um, perhaps restaurants that were around uh, the Dreary Lady or down by the docks. So, we know the Braff site has a, a warehouse at the docks. And we never did. House Greenwood. Oh, House Greenwood has yes. a warehouse at the docks. And we and never got to see. We thought maybe that might be the meeting place that that Braff was hinting at. Perhaps we so go scout investigate it? Sure. Uh, wh- did you eat anything at that um, spider's underbelly? Um, I didn't. Did you eat something? I don't remember. I was spider. We drank some spider stuff. No, we didn't. So, Braff has fish and spice on his bread. Not Braff, the the dwarf. dwarf. Let's go down to the docks. Perhaps we travel separate. Separate in in, in twos and threes. Different lanes, all to the same place. Absolutely. Okay. So. Off to the docks you go. Is Darian coming with, or are you leaving him here? Darian is going to come with this okay. time. So a pokeball. <laughs> Just rings down. Yeah. Moment, yeah. Smoke snag him, runs out, and like he's mine. <laughs> Sari, yeah. Sari is for sure riding in the pouch. <laughs> that is a that is a rough ride, by the way. Okay. Like, because <laughs> the pouch is not. It's he not has like a pouch. <laughs> she just like. It's very much like as he's bounding along, you're like, dum, 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 you know, against the con- or against the wooden floor, the concrete. Sorry, is that enjoyable? She just yeah. giggles. <laughs> yeah, take a bunch of points. Let's see, roll for concussions. Um, so you arrive at the docks. Specifically, I'm assuming that we're heading to look at the warehouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go on the rooftops because it's. Best as I can. So, because he had the, the the two warehouses, right? As far as him, he had the one that we went to, and they had the fighting, the fighting, and this is the other one, right? That we stopped him from yep. going to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you are heading in the same direction that he was when you ambushed him. But okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Um, so the the large warehouse sits on at the edge, um, uh, right next to the Tremeculis, which stretches out far into the distance. You can vaguely make out uh, the just the shine of like tops of buildings on the other side. I mean, it's like 150 miles, so I don't know if technically you could see anything beyond. Probably not, yeah. unless they were really, really tall buildings. Yeah. Uh, technically, there is, a, there is a giant portal that heads from one side of the city to the other uh, that is open for travel if you need to, but... Um, it was it was uh, basically the portal that was used during the war to conquer the other side of the river, mm-hmm. and they just readapted it. You know, that's a whole other story that you get just uh, the barest hint of as a passing tourist uh, train goes by with a guy talking about the history of Terrabon. And here you see where we slaughtered the other people. <laughs> this is the backside of water. Yeah. <laughs> um, around uh, the warehouse is a bust- bustling bustling. A uh, mixture of humanoids, most of whom appear to be sailors by trade or, or merchants. Are they going in and out of the warehouse? Or are they? Um, so the, none of them are going in and out of that warehouse. Uh, 
you haven't seen anybody go in and out. There's just a bunch of different uh, Axtoli and Aquathin. There's some Lede there, mingling among the humans, elves, dwarves, and halflings. Kind of a, a nice eclectic mis- mixture. Um, when you get to, like, the closer you get to the, one of the great rivers, the more concentration of Axatoli and uh, Etiquathan there are, just because that's where they frequent. And uh, a lot of ships are mainly crewed, like a lot of the uh, water ships are mainly crewed by Axatoli and Etiquathan, with uh, a, a smattering of the other races. Depending on the ship, there's some that uh, have, like, a strict, like, humans-only policy, and that's weird. But um, there is also several market stalls with delicious smells that ring the uh, side of the walkway facing towards the great uh, River Tremangules. And yeah, you do see a few different ones kind of just scattered about. There's several that are within like walking distance of the old abandoned warehouse that you guys are observing. So I assume most of this area- Who has the best nose? Filled with the- um, Darian. Right, filled with the, the smell of like seawater and fish right mm-hmm. yep can i see if i can remember like because there was this the the strong smell of the spices that um einor had oh yeah i see if i smell anything that's like, like these pungent yes like have those. a vial of get, get a nice little like whiff from bolt <laughs> file um yeah go ahead and give me just as we're going around a, I want a to perception see if I can... check yeah i do enjoy many smells i could try 13? See if I can find the card. <laughs> 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 Very good. Let's both pick up. Let's both pick up Ryan when he when he meets. Uh, yep. I do enjoy many smells. I enjoy smells. I enjoy smelling. I enjoy the smell of buttresses. Yes. With the thirteen, you actually are able to see, like you are able to smell like that same heavy. Spice scent. Is it common or is it? Uh, no, it's actually coming from like a specific stall. Okay. I don't know if they're connected or not. Did she when she described? Did she describe anything about the spice or just spice in general? Like just like spices heavy spices, like heavy yeah. spices. Yeah. And are there any other more pungent spices in the area that smell? Not really that you can smell. Okay. Bolt, if I... you'd like to go ahead and. Yeah, can I do can I do investigation? Sure. On it? Since I'm, I'm not since sure. I'm looking for something in particular. I'm not sure if this is the smell that, or the spice she's talking about, but it seems that Einor spice uh, they're selling seems to be over here. Hmm. Somewhere close if we want to check it out, maybe. I think we should. You, I don't know, we aren't close enough that I can Eight. see him, but can you guys see any red-haired dwarves? Uh, not <laughs> currently, no. None of you can see any red-haired dwarves. Uh, but if you'd like, you can approach the doll. So this one is kind of like a bigger wooden bar-esque area, like a tiki bar almost, right? Uh, there's a bunch of stools kept with kind of like a wooden thing. And uh, there's this Etiquathan male standing there. Uh, he's a, he's a bit wider than Etiquathan that you met because usually they're kind of like thin and tall, but he's shorter and, and thicker. And he's got a big like, a big cauldron that he's like, he's stirring with that wooden spoon that all of these like pungent smells coming off of. And as you kind of approach, you realize that it is gumbo that he is stirring. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, with some crawfish yep. in it, and he and he goes. Afternoon, are you here for lunch? Absolutely, it smells delicious. Oh, it is delicious. Sit, sit, sit. Thank you. Um, I actually uh, am looking for my dad. I'm Saradon of of the uh, Malagoth city. Um, oh, a long way from home. Yes, yes, it's my first time in Terrabon. Oh, 
Well, welcome. Lovely place. Yeah, it is very nice. He's been here recently. He's the one that told me about this place. Uh, dwarf, about yay high. He's got red hair. Oh, yeah, he comes here pretty much every day. Oh, excellent. Curly yeah. um, red beard, scar in his face. <laughs> right, all of those things. Um, uh, has he been by today? Uh, not yet. It's uh, still a bit early. Right. Uh, but he should be coming by just any moment here. And he looks directly at the door to the warehouse. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, maybe I'll just slip inside and see if I can find him. Well, that's up to you. That's not my business. I brought some friends with me. Of course. Uh, any, if anybody wants any gumbo, two silver per bowl, I can't let you take the bowl with you, but you're f- you're free to sit down and enjoy that nice cup of salt water, or if you're preferring it, fresh water. <laughs> hmm. You know, I think I'd like to surprise him, actually, now that I think about it. Good idea. Why don't we go say hi and then come back and get some gumbo after? All right, well, I hope he's there. It sounds delicious. <laughs> And then he just moves on to another customer that, that comes and sits down. Um, Are you sure we can stay for some gumbo? It smells uh, really good. I don't want him to come out and not I want some gumbo. Stop giving us food oh, stuff <laughs> in your game. Uh, how do you order it's gumbo too late. at like, this time of There's night. There's no way around the hands I'm George R. R. Martining you. <laughs> if you're hungry, we're hungry too. Yep. Um, so you guys are going to slip into the warehouse? I mean, I, I, I want to leave. I just don't. I just didn't want to be there. Like he when up. he walks up, so, and I'm like, "Hi, Dad." <laughs> so do you do you want to leave and like we hang out and wait for him? Maybe sit by him. That would be hilarious, yeah. though. He'd just be like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I have a, I have a dog. Oh, How old are you? Twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> are there any windows on this warehouse? Oh yeah, there's a lot of like okay. mm-hmm, really dirty windows. Yeah, we can try and peek in. Yeah, I will try and sneak what do you think, up, Evie. What do you want to do? I'll probably should wait for Eve. No, no, no. Tell me what you all think. <laughs> well, I was wondering, maybe we should sneak up to the windows, peek inside, get a lay of the land. Perhaps burn it to the ground. With as long as we can inside. do so without looking too, looking too <laughs> suspicious. So you've got two levels to this warehouse. Uh, the one is just kind of like your standard normal window at, at ground level. And then there is a another one that is a story up. Okay. Are there any boxes or barrels or anything nearby? All over the place. All right. Yep. See, like this, and I'll just grab some boxes tall enough that it like covers most of my face. <laughs> walk up. <laughs> or you could climb Let's inside and walk around and then drop in the middle With of the street suspenders. like Solid Snake. Really nice. Very famous uh, ruby wing. Yes, very, very uh, famous. <laughs> solid snake. <laughs> very good at sneaking. Hmm. I'll take your word for it. Let's take a look inside this warehouse. Haunted warehouse. That, that's what I feel like you wanted to say was, let's take a look inside this haunted warehouse. <laughs> Changing some plans. <laughs> oh, Thirteen ghosts in this <laughs> All dead sailors. Are we yep. met by Jerbear at the door? <laughs> uh, Wait Peg, a minute. <laughs> Peg is there. Um, no. So you you peek in and you see that there is a like it, it's a grimy warehouse, but there is plenty of newer boxes hmm. around. Um, a, a lot of them seem to have been opened up and emptied of whatever contents were inside. 
Uh, you don't see anything apparent. You do see a room off to the right, and uh, one, and then a like a metal door off to the left, as well. And nobody inside. Um, as you're looking, uh, that the door to the right opens up, and out comes marching a curly red bearded dwarf. Just him. Yep. And he Hello. just starts. Okay. He just starts like walking uh, out towards the front door. Serenada is coming. I'll <laughs> back away from. Them. Is there any okay. like mask vendors anywhere nearby? Um, no, like uh, mostly just like fish markets and other stalls. No kabuki masks. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna wait until he's like gone, but like his back is still towards the door, mm-hmm. and just walk inside. So he door. he comes out the door and he immediately tor- turns into the direction of the the um, gumbo stand. Great. Yeah, and he's just gonna start. Walking over in that direction, okay. I'm yep. just I'm just gonna walk in the door like, like, I work there. Okay. <laughs> and, I... he, and he came out of the the right door on the inside, or so not the metal door, but the other one. He came out the other one, not the metal door. Okay. Yeah. I'm holding for Eve's instructions. Uh, <laughs> now I made you guys all feel awkward. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I See, mean, I don't want to say being there by itself. I'll try and sneak in by her. I if, I, if unless the door's going to shut the front. Eve, I was going uh, to say. No, I mean it's a slow swinging door. If you want to okay. get in there. I was going to say maybe we could see if they're taking job applications or something. But these these guys they're going in. Well, I'm I'm going to keep an eye on this dwarf out here. Perhaps you could stay yes, near the I'll, entrance I'll to warn them if he starts to head back. Look out! Got it. Wait, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> here, hold Sense. this, and I'm going to give you my I'll give you one of my daggers. And then these two have already slipped in, so I can't give them one to get just relative like <laughs> first into the breach. So, I right, saw but a you breach. can hear screams. <laughs> so I will go. And if you if you feel my dagger leave your presence, you know there's a problem. Excellent. And I will go and eat some gumbo with okay. the dwarf. All right. Uh, I will join you. Please do. Uh, so we'll start with gumbo group. <laughs> I think. Um, so uh, motion to change our name to the gumbo group. <laughs> gumbo gals. Do I hear gals, a second? <laughs> gumbo goombos. Just in case I need a stealth check. That's twenty six to 26. just be slinking around. And so you're just you're just looking. I'm looking out. out. I'm looking yeah. in the window, seeing if there's like disruptions. Just yeah. basically being leaning out. against the wall, flipping a quarter. Yeah. Listening for vib- filling for vibrations in the wood. Actually, let's start with internal group first, not gumbo group. Sorry, gumbo group. Uh, you got a little bit more time, more time to eat. Yep. Uh, so Ezra and Saradon slip inside the warehouse. So you're now inside the warehouse. Again, like there is a, a staircase that leads up to a secondary level. Mm-hmm. It looks like mostly it's just rafters up there and some like hand crank cranes that you can operate for heavier loading and unloading, as it okay. were. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, sorry, one sec. Okay. How how far up are the rafters? Uh, fifteen feet. To okay. The rafters. And he's following you. So. I'm about yeah. ten feet behind you, I'd say. Like, yeah. Enough that you're aware that I'm there, but not I, enough to like get too I close to you. So I would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I just say. <laughs> I'm just like. What do you think, Easy? Hide up in the rafters? Hmm. I didn't see anybody going around when I was looking in. I bet they're in one of these rooms, but we can wait. I don't want to get too far away from everyone. Looks like no one followed us. There's a, 
a flash in your eye as like I'm catching the glint of the sun on my blade and like hitting you in the eye with okay, it. Okay, there's Vicky. And I'll wave at you. <laughs> so you know where I'm at. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to try and like climb up into the rafters. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow. I'll try and go however big the warehouse is, just on the opposite side so we can, I can see into that doorway. She can see into that doorway. Mm -hmm. Maybe use some boxes. Yeah. Okay. We'll go ahead and, uh, can we, what's your passive perception right now? Um, 15. 15? Uh, so the boxes that you hide behind are empty. Like they just have kind of like straw in them left over from whatever was inside. Uh, you do see the name of the, um, like the, not the return destination, but the fir the last destination before this stamped onto the side. Double blank. And it is it is listing the Rubio Oasis as the previous point in origin. Okay. I want to like maybe. Are there any open? Um, if you want, you can start searching the warehouse for like. There's plenty of open crates that don't have anything in them. Like each one that you check quickly. But if you want to do a more thorough check, that's going to take some time. Hmm. Can we like? I guess I'm wondering if I can sort of like hide behind a stack of boxes, but look inside them too. But so that like if idea. somebody else came in, like into just a door, I could stop or whatever. I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd be hidden from sight. But I don't know if that's. Yeah, give me give me a d20 roll, would you? Nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you find you find like nice like section of boxes. There there are pretty big crates here. It's not like just like a small crater, too. Like there are some large. Um, crates kind of sitting around that have the hay in it and they're somewhere up on their sides and everything so you could easily slip into one if you needed to. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, gumbo group. <laughs> Outside, uh, you two, you two pull up just as uh, the Etiquathan is just like, just saw your daughter. She said she was looking for you. And <laughs> the, the dwarf is like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, unless... No, no, she would have told me. <laughs> and and Probably just some weird creditor trying to get at me or something like that. And the the kind of like cocks one of his eyebrows, which are they're just it's just like a thing a of skin, it's yeah, like painted on, <laughs> yeah. Um, just because it's easier to like emote when you have eyebrows, I guess, for an Etiquathan. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Are you in debt?" And he's like, "No, no, like just people looking for me. It, it, it's fine." Um, can I get two today? Actually, oh, hungry. And he pours a couple of bowls and hands it over. And the dwarf just starts digging in right as you guys come up. And he goes, oh, you two are back. Uh, yes. Um, I found the, uh, the dwarf here. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. My friend thought perhaps that you might be her father, but how old are you? Um, 53. Oh, it, it couldn't have been then. Oh, uh, well, that's a relief. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Small tear. Are you from around here? <laughs> I wanted to be a dad. Um, not originally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been days. I've been here for about. Well, I mean, I've been to Terabon a few times, but hmm. latest I've been here for about six months or so. Oh really? Yeah. And are you enjoying it? It's a nice city. Hmm. Lots of lots of fun that you can have around here. <laughs> That's for certain. Yeah. And uh, the. The Edequathan like kind of taps a little bit with the oh, with the yes. wood spoons. Would you? Two, please. Yes, of course. I'll have one as well. So you want? You want? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure. Yep. Uh, and you two bowls. Uh, so that four silver and three silver. I honestly silver. just assumed bowls. I was getting two birds. 
Uh, so four silver and then two silver just off okay. of your a little tear drips down bolts out of my It's happy. It's happy cry. It's like yes. I get two bolts. <laughs> <laughs> one one for sniffing, one for eating. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Mm, this is delicious. I have you so what brings you here? Oh, I'm just work, mm. you know. Working, working at the docks, kind of dealing with shipping and handling. Oh, excellent! Are yeah. you a sailor or? No, I'm. I'm just a. I'm just a porter. A porter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? Oh well, I I actually have worked in Terrabon for a while. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. What do you do? Um, I I just help with um, finding. Um getting paperwork and those types of things. Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's uh, plenty of that work going around, that's for sure. Lots of paperwork. Oh, yeah, especially these days. Absolutely. Yeah. You work in the paperwork industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burgeoning I industry. I work it's a place called Dunder. So... Dunder Milton, that's a town in in Mal- or just outside of Malagoth. That's yes. really weird, yeah. That, that's actually... Oh, okay. The, that's where the main office is. Anyhow, that's boring. That's headquarters. So it's boring. Satellite Did, uh, so is, is that that warehouse back there that's where you work? Yeah, just uh, me and a couple other people work uh, work and hang around there. Is this a newer warehouse? I... And he looks at the, like, the decrepit warehouse and he says, no, nah, I mean, we, we just recently acquired it. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, uh, just doing some contract work for you know one of the one of those nobles. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the nobles. Yep. Aren't they just so obnoxious and annoying? They think oh. they're better than all of us. Absolutely. You know, I've always said that we need to take them down a few pegs. That's for sure. I've thought that same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I, that, it's, it's like, been it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since we pulled out the old just, guillotines. You know what I mean? Um, Guilty by association. Hmm. I don't know if we need to go that far, but oh, well. certainly. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, course, I couldn't tell. I mean, yeah. we've just I mean, met. Oh, yeah. I don't sorry. really know your my, sense my, of humor. My humor that. is definitely like decrepit and terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say sophisticated and uh, and uh, very hard to track if you're not uh, familiar with me. That's what I. That's what I <laughs> oh, of course. Give me a persuasion check here. I wanted to see how this conversation is going. That's her kind of humor. Oh, yep. poop! Not good. I rolled a two again. That's my second two tonight. <laughs> Persuasion um, is plus seven, so uh, nine. That's I actually am going to give you advantage because you are playing this up pretty well. Okay. Okay, much better. Seventeen plus nine. Yeah, I mean it seems to be going fine. He doesn't seem suspicious of you at all. Excellent. So you said that there's lots of fun to have around here. What do you do for fun? Oh, and it, well, I go to, I just hang out at a couple bars um, and like. <laughs> uh, sometimes I, I go and I, I, I have you seen have you seen the big tree? Oh yes, I mm, love that love tree. Love the big tree. That's pretty. It's you pretty know, crazy. This is kind of embarrassing to admit, but have you ever been down to that that place with the the nice ladies? Uh, no, I, I mean I'm I'm a respectable oh, sort. I wouldn't I, be caught I, dead there. Uh, you shouldn't be embarrassed. I've been there plenty of times myself. <laughs> really? <laughs> he falls out of his chair. 
Yes, I get, strong I get today. quite sore from all that paperwork, and they give excellent massages for my, my neck muscles. Oh, yes, the massages. Yeah, and you know what? Now that you mention, yes, I do get a massage from there every now and then. Do you now? Yes. I have a favorite. I, I can't remember her name. Helga, Belga, something like that. Um, she's fantastic if you ever need someone to give you a nice massage. Give me another persuasion check, please. That would be 18. Right. He gives you a, like a little bit of a, a sideways look and he goes, I, I think I know who you're talking about. And she is really good at massaging. Isn't she? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely. We're going to go ahead and cut back to uh, internal group just for a moment here. Okay. Um, while this conversation is going on that... I, I don't even know what's going on. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out, I'm sure. Um, but so you guys are kind of waiting in there. Uh, you do see the door open, uh, the, 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 that same internal door, and you see a, a man walk out. He's wearing robes. He's got a bald head, um, half-elf ears, mm -hmm. and he just walks over, and he walks over to the vault, and um, he, he pulls, like, a, a necklace out of his... Uh, robes holds it up to the uh, the door, and it kind of just like slides out of the way. It's like a circular vault door. How how far away? Um, it's about fifty feet okay. in the other direction. So, and then he steps in, and the vault door closes behind him. Okay. Ooh, I was this close to. I will. Doing I will show you. I'll be like, sorry. I'm gonna show the little pendant that I have. Oh, was that like a key? I don't know. Well, maybe we could try it. And. Uh, <clears throat> Ten, about 10 minutes later, he comes back out and the mm -hmm. vault door closes behind him. And he he looks around a little bit. Um, he's gonna roll a perception check here. Okay. And then he just walks right back to the uh, the other door and opens it up and he says, uh, is MASH back yet? And you hear the other some other voice in there say, no, knowing him, he probably grabbed a second bowl and the door closes. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, would I have heard that? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did we mash? Did we find anything in the crates in any of the crates that we were looking at? Um, if you're if you're continuing to search while you have time, uh, you do find one crate that hasn't been opened yet, hmm. and you open it up like you crack it open, yeah. um, nice and carefully, and there are four potions laid inside. Uh, it's just a small little uh, like box, long box. Okay. And three of them are. Instantly recognizable. They're your standard uh, healing potions. Okay. Um, they're bigger than normal, so these are actually three greater healing potions. Okay. And the third one is a small uh, vial of clear liquid with golden flecks of almost like sand-like substance kind of floating in it. I'm like, it. you want the gold one? I want the gold one. It looks good. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take one of the healing potions and that gold potion. If you want to take the other two. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take the okay. other two. Okay. Um. Just and that box, there. like that box, wasn't like out in the open or anything. It was kind of like buried under a bunch of other boxes and had more dust on it. Like those are high steps. Yeah, yeah. The high yeah. Um, let's try the pendant on the door. I walk up cautiously. Okay. Uh, as soon as you hold out the pendant, the vault door starts to open. Excellent. Hurry, sorry. Yeah, oh, I'm right. in. Hurry, sorry. Okay. Uh, so you guys step in. Uh, the vault closes behind you. Um, it's pretty dark in here as the vault door closes, and then like the as soon as it seals, um, the 
these runes start to light up around the room, just okay. kind of like no, lining up. And <laughs> do they look runes. familiar? Uh, no, they do not look like the explosive okay. runes. They are all time runes. No, they look like. Um, well, actually, go ahead and roll me an Arcana. Like okay. you're still I can do yeah, that both too. of you. Uh, I'm gonna spend my inspiration because I don't like that roll. Okay. Where you, oh you, my god! I rolled here. a two and then a one. Oh, oh, yeah. The explosions again. A two and a one. No, yeah. no. Unfortunately, you don't recognize these runes. Well, so I got a six. six. Yep. Uh, Bolt probably would know, but uh, they they don't look to be the runes you've seen before. Uh, you do see a few other things in this room, though. Okay. The first is that there are three amber crystals uh, that are larger than you are floating in the middle of the room with uh, magic circles around them. Okay. And as you kind of like step towards one, you see that there is somebody inside of it. <gasps> inside Ew. the crystal? Inside the crystal. Mm -hmm. And uh, you see the first crystal has a halfling. Mm -hmm. The second crystal um, has a human who is wearing kind of like leathers and he's got a, a mask over his face. And the third has a half-orc woman in a bed sheet. Uh, that is Does she have small tusks? She has small tusks, and you can't really tell <laughs> on the skin. Really light amber skin. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, all three of them are perfectly like, they're, they're perfectly straight uh, sleeping kind of thing. It's not like they're in any sort of like duress inside. They just seem to be in this pleasant sleep straight. Um, okay. I need more spells. There's also one more thing in the room that I need to describe. And that's as you, as you look over, you do see the glowing eyes of one of the uh, scarab hunters from the infinite site just sitting at the edge of the room and it is just watching the two of you. One of the ones that we fought in his blades. The big one with the chakra. So this is a big room. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fairly oh. big vault. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So sorry, Victor. You... So upon seeing these guys go in there, yes, I will gently call back my blade. Okay. But I, while I'm, while it, when it's returning, I want to pull out my contract templates and I want to pull out um, just a blank sheet and just write up a fake uh, like you won, congratulations. Please collect your five hundred gold pieces for like whatever entry that you blah blah blah. Um, made payable to quote unquote mash, <laughs> and then I'm going to try and forge a realistic looking official signature. Give me a sleight of hand check, unless you have like a calligrapher's tools or not calligrapher, but a... I think I, I was. Do. <clears throat> I was just gonna say, like as soon as as soon as I see those eyes, mm -hmm. like sorry, cast darkness. Okay, so I will say that the thing is not making any moves oh, towards okay. you. It is just watching you at okay. this time. It's, just, it's not making any it's it's sort of like hostile so moves. Yeah. So it'll be 20. Well, we have dirty, a medallion, so dirty it, 20. for all it knows. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it looks passable. Okay, and Never then I'm mind, going then. to start walking back. So you would have felt the blade leave you, Keep but on. I'm going to start walk, heading their direction. And, and that's why I think <clears throat> that gnomes have their place beneath Malgoth, and dwarves have their place above it. I mean, I, if, if anybody if anybody disagrees with me, that's their business, that is just my personal opinion on the Excuse matter. Excuse me, sir, sir, uh, uh, forgive me, I, I have this, this letter, I've been told to give it to a, a mesh. Uh, I'm, I'm mesh. Uh, have you put yourself in the raffle recently? Because it seems you have won. Um. <laughs> 
This is brilliant. This by the is way. I love this that's, so that's absolutely amazing. I mean, they said the raffle wouldn't be for another couple days. Oh, they they decided to draw it early, and it seems you won the grand prize. Oh, that's that's great. I should go. Uh, is there like a do I need something? Or, um... You probably want this piece of paper, and it has a very detailed map of how to get there, and it's like scribbles. <laughs> of course, yeah. And he, he grabs the paper without even looking at it. And it's like he has to go like here and around. <laughs> yeah. I just want to like take exactly. him for a walk around town. Yeah, and he and he's like uh, he pays his tab really quickly, and he's like, uh, "Good, good food is always crack." And then he uh, runs off. Thank you, thank you. And then I'm gonna take whatever money he it, it, did. He give me anything for the, nope. the paper? Oh, no nope. jerk. <laughs> so I'll I'll, uh, um, I'll look at the other two, to the other quarter men, and be like, "I'll be right back for some gumbo." You do I have a question? Come this way quickly. A lot of weird people in the docks today. <laughs> Is it called Graf's Gumbo? Is that the name of the stand? Graf's <coughs> Gumbo, sorry. Because there's too many at Raf's and Riff's. Graf's Gumbo. There's a Braff and a Braff that are currently like <laughs> characters, so I'm not doing a Graf as No more well. double Fs. Yes. I don't know if you want or me PHs. to go jump him or something later, but I figure he's on the, it's, he didn't really win. It's a fake. I figured. Um, Thank you so much for clarifying, Victor. I don't want to. No, be really. We thought you were part of the uh, new committee for. <laughs> really? I thought I was trying to get that. I'm glad it came across. It was great acting. You know, one day I want to be a thespian, but not today. Um, you did. I, you did do good in the. Uh, Hollow. Why, thank you for remembering my great. Well, now you're, you're getting me off the track. The point is, the two, they went into a vault. I cannot see them anymore. I don't know what happened. Oh. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah, I'm chill. We're all proud. I don't want to be alarmist, but I thought you should know. Uh, why does she always put herself in danger like this? Well, Ezra is with her. Right. Should we follow them? And I, and I go, I go, Ezra! <laughs> Sorry, I thought that it would just be... Um, that should <laughs> take you. If we want to follow them, or I planned, I wrote a map, and at the end of it, I will go put up a cart or something and then jump him when he gets I, there. I appreciate that well-thought-out plan. I don't think it's necessary. Okay. Um, I think we just need to get in there. It Was there a, a window into that room? No, there doesn't appear to be Into a window. either of the yeah. rooms? So uh, the other room does have a window, the other side. The outside room. The, 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 the right-hand side. Okay. The, we'll call it the eastern side of the building. Victor, how many people are in that building? I heard two know? voices, that's it. Two voices, and where were they coming from? In the building. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I only have three more levels till I drop darkness. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you want me to do? We, uh, I, I guess we can see if the door's unlocked. I don't need to pick the lock or anything. Okay. So as you guys head inside, um, the door is not locked. Okay. The warehouse, so you can, you can, if you want to rush in, you can, or you can try and sneak in. Heads Let's up to you guys. sneak in. Sneak. Okay. Give me a round of stealth checks, plate wearers. Uh, oh dear. With disadvantage. Yep. Uh, nine. Uh, that's a four. <laughs> I, I, I could just like fall through the door. They're so loud, no one heard me. I'm a 21. <laughs> uh, so Victor slips in first, like easily weaving among the crates. 
Uh, and then Eve, <laughs> do you bring Darian with you? <laughs> yes. We, we all three of us try to squeeze through at the same time yeah. and do the whole like. Mm-hmm. All, all of a sudden, there came such a clatter. Yeah. Um, and the three, the, the three heavy armor wearers enter into the building, and you hear uh, you hear a voice call from the right room and say, "Mash, is that you? What are you carrying? Bowls? Buckles? <laughs> carrying bolts." Um, give me a deception check, please. Very <laughs> hurt us, With so. disadvantage. With disadvantage? Yep. Why? You sound nothing like Mash. Okay. Let's see here. Deception. 13? All right. <laughs> Roll the natural one. <laughs> Some kind of work. I don't know how that worked, but it did. Sorry. Victor wants to stop, and then he's like trying to lead the way, and then he's like, Okay. Uh, meanwhile, inside the vault, yeah. what are you guys doing? <clears throat> I I would just kind of look at Ezra and be like, it's not attacking. Let's see what we can see. I will take a step. Does it? Yeah, do I want to. I want to just like act like I'm just gonna be like yeah. act cool and just oh, like casual. walk around. Like I'm gonna avoid the circles. Okay. But I kind of want to walk around the room and just yeah. see what else I can be find. Holding the symbol up, like yeah, so that um, nothing attacks me. You walk. The eyes track the symbol as you like hold it up and move okay. it around. Um, but as you guys move, the the construct does not activate or react and beyond yeah. that. Okay. It's not like an Iron Man suit that you can climb in. Uh, no, probably not. Do we do what? Do we see anything else? Nope. Just the just the three um, crystallized people. Mm, I want to go up to the one, but I don't want to explode. <laughs> so, <clears throat> at this point, the other members of the party can uh, reach the vault door, but no, no, it does not open for I you. want to find the voice of the person who is talking with after, but first I'll ask um, I was thinking. He's so scared of me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was well, after we heard you just I talk was, smack on I us. Did, you did, did, you did punch you. him in the stomach. I had this one yeah, time. That's true. I met multiple times. That's true. <laughs> no, I um, I was thinking maybe I could go and, and maybe make them think I'm a new person here and steal his because they did something with, you know, and, and Victor will kind of like walk up with his own um, whatever the pendant of what's your lady mm-hmm. and like hold it up and be like I think it was that little thing he had with you okay good luck right. you mean the necklace I, and I just I want to tell Ezra I'm like you have the pendant <sighs> see what happens if you uh, try and for science for science walk up <laughs> again to, no. the, to the half orc yeah the small tusks okay and I will hold my symbol up and hope I don't get exploded uh, nothing happens. Okay. I will put my hands on the thing and maybe yeah. like try and move it, pull it towards me, or twist it, or see if I can find an the, opening. Or at that point, the scarab stands up to its full height mm. and starts walking over towards. Okay, me. then I will let go. And go. it 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 stops and it just kind of like it looks confused for a moment. So I need to roll a check for it. Oh, no. oh. a confusion check. And then. Uh, you hear this deep thum come from it. And uh, everybody on the other side of the vault hears that as well. Mm. I'm going to um, grab sorry. the infinite sight symbol from the other scarab okay. out, of the, 
out of my bag holding and hold it up to the door. Uh, the, the, the door opens. Ah, okay. As soon as I hear that sound, I cast darkness. That's when you cast darkness. <laughs> we open the door and it's just <laughs> darkness comes out. Where darkness. did they go? <clears throat> I mean, it looks fine. It's kind of dark, but <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into combat here. Okay. So we'll be right back as we set this up. All right, so let's go ahead and switch on over to the battle cam as we roll initiatives here. But, uh, let's get into it. All right, um, Bolt. Seven. Ceridon. Sixteen. Sixteen. Not that, not that. Why are you bolded? Why are you bold? Uh, Ezra. Bolt. Five. Five. They're bolted. Eve. Six. Oh, Victor. Twenty-two. 22. Oh. At least someone knows how to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody knows how to load the dice. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I mean... Hey, Scott. I'm using Scott's music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, so let's go ahead and start out with Victor, then. Uh, Victor, you walk in, you see darkness but I don't in front see of you. Past... You don't see anything past. Uh, it's outside of your vision. You're not quite sure what's going on. Can um, I tell what direction? No, I can't hear it from now. Um, I'll use my movement to move forward. Okay. So, five, ten. Hey, look, there's a crystal there with a magic circle around it. I will avoid the magic circle. <laughs> 25, 30. Hey, look, there's another crystal. And at this point... Um, Your blind side goes out to about 20 feet. 15, 20, so I can't see her yet. Can't see her. Um... Do I sense the darkness at all? I would don't. I imagine I won't, wouldn't like have any change in that, right? Uh, yeah, when, there wouldn't be any change for you. Um, I guess I'll I'll kind of con. Um, Zeri, uh, are you there? And I'm oh. gonna throw the dagger and whistle. Like hopefully not hit either one of them. I'm just gonna blindly throw it this way, and <coughs> probably do it at disadvantage and yeah. see if I can hit him. Mm -hmm. Not, be, not that I'm trying to hit him, just yeah. unintentionally. Actual 20 for the first one, would be better. Okay, 17. Oh, you're nice. <laughs> so that's a 25. 25 nice. will hit. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, hey, Vicky, it's another one of those large scarab yeah. thingies. As the knife comes Shadow whistling Sarkos. past your ear. <laughs> your uh, yeah, and then it, it slams into the shade. armored carapace of this thing. Um, and yeah, you see that it's standing there. It does have a a long spear-like uh, weapon and a shield. I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> <laughs> I will. That's all I can. Uh, I'll use my. Enough. I can't get close enough to them with my bonus action to. I think that's it. Because I was going to try and use my exiles blindfold to do. Uh... I don't think I think I have to touch. Shield of Faith. Is Shield of Faith a touch spell? No. Mm -mm. It's not. It is not. So if I can see Sari... You can't. With my, when I threw my dagger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot your dagger yeah. gives you blind sight in the, in the trail. So on this it says... And within five feet. Of without using a spell slot, would this be an action to use the seal? Uh, whatever uh, whatever the spell of <laughs> Shield of Faith is, I think it's... Sure it's a bonus action. Uh, yeah, I think it's a bonus action. Clarify if it isn't, or if it is, I would like to cast Shield of Faith on Siri as it as Ooh, okay. it passes her, and I can see it. That's plus two, right? To AC. Uh, yeah. I so, yes. yes. 
Shield of Faith is one bonus action. Yeah. Cool. So I'll say, oh, sorry, didn't see you there. Watch out, big guy. <laughs> In case you didn't see him yet. There you go. Oh. Shield. Thank you. Did you is that a concentration thing for you? No. Yes. You can just hold it in front of you. Oh, yes, it is. It's concentration. Okay. Let's remind you, you have it. What did you guys do to piss another one off? Uh, Easy tried to move it. I think we found the orc we were looking for. Half orc. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, next up is Cyrodon. Okay. Yeah, she'll just run up. 5, 10, 15, 20. I'm just going to get to right there. Um, and uh, I'm just say, as, as she's running, just like, um, you might want to watch the door. I, I'm assuming that whatever that noise was might have alerted. Keep going. Uh, might have alerted the people upstairs. I assume the door's closed at this point. Uh, yeah, the door is closed at this point. You are not rolling with advantage. Okay. The thing continues to track you in the darkness. Okay. Um, so that is a 16 to hit. A 16 does not hit. It brings its shield around and blocks the first strike. I'm going to add my epic die. Okay. It's a 21 to hit. And you see the block coming and uh, weave around and do hit. Okay. Um, Damn time magic. <laughs> what damage did you do with your blade, by the way? Piercing. No, uh, was, um, how much? That was with shadow. Oh, I'm sorry. It well, was nine. Because it, it popped up on my. It's yeah, not it poison, nine. though. It's fire, right? Okay, thank you. Well, this this one I threw was shadow song, so. Yeah. To get the whistling effect. Um. Okay. Sorry. Uh. And actually, sorry. Can I? Could I? Is it too late to retcon? I would. I would have liked to cast Hexblade's Curse as a bonus action. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I will do that then. Um. So, okay, first attack, let's see, is... Sorry, it's been a while since I've played. I'm just trying <laughs> no to remember problem. if there's anything else I need to add here. I think it's just... We played last week. Oh, this character. On Saturday. Come on. <laughs> um, right, it's just this plus that. I don't have, like, Great Weapon Master. They're not hexed. But I would get... Um, do. just want to make sure I know what my don't Plus three. Okay. Okay. So that is um, thirteen damage. Thirteen damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And and last time we fought these guys, we we would <coughs> kind of we would vaguely remember. I mean, he looks enough like mm -hmm. the other one that we would kind of recollect a little bit about like the things that we had experienced last time, like when he was casting magic at it and other stuff. Uh, so not. same same body, um, same I mean make different models. Well, like make obviously different, different model. like yeah, stuff. But, but you do. I mean, from last time, I don't think anybody hit it with any sort of targeted spells. Okay. Uh, I so thought I remember you shooting something at her. There was one time where there was <coughs> going to be something that happened, but then it was it wasn't a targeted spell like I thought it was. So that nothing okay. happened there. Okay. That was also before the time stuff. I don't yeah, remember. So Second attack is a 21 to hit. 21 will hit. For uh, nice. uh, 18 damage. Okay. 18 damage. That is my turn. Like yeah, you definitely slice in on this thing. You make a couple gashes <clears> in it. <throat> and we will move on to Dit's turn. Oh, no. 
So, a 40-foot cube. I need a reminder on this. I'm always really bad at this as, as a DM. Um, is it 40 feet from the point of origin in every direction? In a cube, no. it's 20 in cube, each direction. It's 20 in each yes. direction. From okay. the origin. Yeah. I mean, it would just be 40 by 40. So, you know, it'd be 10, 20, 30, 40. 10, 20, 30, 40. So it'd just be... <clears throat> an 8 by 8. So it, the best it could do would be to hit the 3 in the back with this. No thanks. If you have a cube... <laughs> no, thank you. No, I don't have 40. There's a th but this is a 30. I so. don't know. Okay, can you can you just show that for me and I'll add 10 onto it? Yeah. Yep, it would be the three in the back. Yep. So, Victor, um, Victor, Bolt, and Eve. I think this is a 20 years of our life. I need each of you to make me a wisdom saving throw. As basically the chest cavity on this thing opens up and this like dust starts flowing out over into this cube like area in the back. That's your chest, buddy. Wisdom? That's my move. <laughs> yes, wisdom. Can I add a luck die to it? Absolutely, you can always add a luck die to it. Live on. Bridge four. Okay. <laughs> so what'd you roll? Uh, 12. 12? Victor? Four. Four? Eleven. Eleven. All of you. Um, and I need your luck die as well. I gave it to you. Yeah. Okay. I watched her. Okay. <laughs> Here. That's that's my apology for assuming that you would <laughs> try and cheat me. Um, Time magic is so weird. <laughs> Time magic is weird. Um, each of you is slowed. <laughs> affected by the slow spell. Um, this thing is now concentrating, so I need a concentration ring, please. What does slow do? It's the opposite of haste. So basically. the affected target <clears throat> speed is halved. Oh, we need Darian in here too. He came with oh, you yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. you want me to... Where are you, buddy? Do I need to roll for him? Yes, if you would please roll for Darian. Because I'm assuming you're not going to ride him in this small little space. Um, he failed. So I'll, I'll grab him in just a minute here. Uh, so he is slowed as well. So the target speed is halved. It takes a minus two penalty to AC and dexterity saving throws, and it can't use reactions. You can either use, and then on your turn, you can either use an action or a bonus action, not both. And then regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. If a creature attempts to cast a spell with casting time of one action, you roll a d20, and on an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and you must spend uh, your action on that turn to complete the spell or it fizzles. Basically, like, you are moving at extremely slow speed. Uh, and then at the end of each of your turn, you can make another wisdom saving throw to try and save out of this spell. So, so no reactions, you can't use an action and a bonus action right, on the same one turn. One or the other. Half the turn, or half the movement. Minus yep. two Minus ACs. Two AC. That's weird that it's not a condition you can select. Slow? Yeah. Because I guess it's not like a condition, <laughs> really, because it's a... Wow, I don't know. You think they would add it? Um, sorry, Corey. At the end of my turn, I'm just gonna back up five feet. I'm gonna look over my shoulder at Ezra and be like, "I'm scared of explosions," and I'm just backing up five feet. I can't see you, but I feel scared too. Okay. Um. It's going to make an attack of opportunity against you. It has reach. It does have reach. Okay. 
it is wielding that spear. Okay. Bridge four. Evil time is. Hey. Oh, that's what's his fits. I can't. That's spoilers. We don't know. Bastard. Yep, but it is him. Right. That is a 20 hit. Just hits. Okay. Ow. Wait, you have plus two. And then, well, that just hits. 11 uh, slashing damage. Okay. And for my concentration, concentration that doesn't matter, oh, I yeah, make it. Concentration too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is its turn. Is and it's a, actually, it will uh, use its movement to move towards you. Okay. This I'll make a permanent effect. Opportunity uh, attack on it. So the cube is gone, <clears throat> the effect on you is still. Okay, go ahead and roll your opportunity attack. Did it go right up next to it, or just one? It is going to move right up next to it. That's a 21 to hit. 21? Okay. Seems to be that my hits. lucky number tonight. Um, yeah. So that is uh, 10 damage. Can you imagine if you like went to a casino and they're like, here, we're playing a new type of game, and they hand you a d20, and you're just like, I think I can get in on this. Yeah. <laughs> Which source books am I allowed to use? <laughs> I've got a whole list of optimized videos to go through. Tasha's, I'm in. So 10 damage, and okay. then it needs to make a concentration check. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Good. Wait, why is it holding concentration? For the, For the spell? Slow. Sleep. slow. Okay. Or, not slow, sorry. Okay, it makes it safe. Okay. And that was the Guardian's turn. Bolt, it is your turn. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> I'm going to move forward 15 feet. <laughs> oh, wow. And Five, you said I can use 15. an action. 15. <laughs> or a bonus action, not bolt. Correct. So I would use my action to dash. Okay. So another fifteen. Okay. If you 15. want to come this way, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can go I'll right next to. Okay. Right next to Victor. And then at the end of my turn, make that wisdom saving throw. I want to try to make the wisdom saving throw. Okay. That is a nineteen. Uh, you save. You nice. are no longer slowed. <sighs> okay. Oh. Action search. No, <laughs> Eve. Oh, no. Okay, so my question, because I'm not used to using a javelin, mm -hmm. when it says that the range is a 30 and 120, so what's the difference between Anything those? above 30 is disadvantage. Up to 120. Yep. 120 is as far as you can throw. So... Darian can move, I guess, his half his speed. He's slowed. Mm -hmm. I'm on him. Yep. Which is 25. Does that get me close enough within 30 to this? Mm, probably, probably not. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. You'd be like here, 25. Uh, you can, can go over here. Yeah, you have yeah, to be I on guess. the other side. You can't really squeeze through okay, so if you can't stop five, it. 5, 10, 15. Okay, not close enough. Nope, are not close enough for a non-disadvantage. Are you on, Darian? Yeah, I am him. Okay. I, yeah. I am him. 
I am Darian. I've become Darian. I'll just, we'll just. Well, I'll just. Yeah. Um, we're gonna throw the javelin at disadvantage. Okay. So you rear back and you. Do we have that music? <laughs> this whole combat, I'm gonna just go into the editing and just Let's slow it down to half speed. Fifteen. <laughs> 15? Yes. 15 will miss. Should kick up your YouTube speed. But. Has an effect, I think. Is it an effect on hit? It's the javelin then. As an action, you can throw the javelin at a point you can see within 120 feet of you and speak its command word. When the javelin lands, it erupts in a dazzling display of color and light. Oh, okay. So that's. You don't need to make an attack roll for that. You just use the action. Throw it 120 feet. Yep. So I throw it. Okay. Uh, so it lands behind the creature, I'm assuming, or the construct or wherever. Yeah. And then uh, what is the effect? Creatures of your choice with a, um, the bright light. Oh, it gives a bright light. Have to make a DC 13 deck save. Deck save. Okay. All creatures or targeted creatures? Creatures of, of my choice. Oh, okay. Uh, it does not make it save. Okay. So then I roll a D6 to determine. So it is red damage, red damage. which is fire. fire. And then it's 2d10. Okay. Yeah, it like, you, you like huck the javelin at it and it hits the shield, like knocks it into the ground, just thinking that it, nothing happens. Like, and then this burst of red light slams into the side of its head and you can just see it like heating up the metal plate and the gold filigree is like running. Um, 11. 11? Yep, 11. Fire damage, please. It's like an owl shield. It's like an owl. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yep, definitely, uh, it, again, kind of just a little melty now. Okay. And then if you'd like to roll... Um, yes, I have to roll for both myself and yep. Darian. That's 18 plus whatever. That's a save, so you're okay. no longer slowed. Let's see if Darian is. It is a nine. A nine? Darian is still slowed. <laughs> However, I will say that because you are mounted on him, you can he uses his action to dash. So you can move another 25 feet. Okay, Four. sweet. Yeah. Excellent. Nearly dead. That will be you, my you turn. Can, are you going to go around this side, or you can move this way if you want? Or? Actually, no, probably around the other side. Okay, perfect. And then Ezra at the bottom okay. of the round. I'm gonna shoot it. Where's my butt? Um, a twenty-nine. Twenty-nine will hit. Four. Um, six damage. Okay. I'll shoot it again. For a. 12 to hit. I'm going to pour this in. A 17 to hit. A 17 will miss. I couldn't see Sorry. Sorry, I was distracted my, my by these bad. two. Sorry. Okay, that's my turn. I, okay. Oh, it needs to roll. What was the damage on the first attack? Six. Oh, okay. Would it have rolled for her attack too? Uh, yes, it would have. The effect is over. So the Broke. dash would have been full speed. Uh, no, so the first one it made, which would have been Tori's, and the second one. Oh, right. yeah. 
Okay, okay. Right there. Slow. And yep. I had to spend that. No more slow. So no more slow. Spent the dice. Oh, I'm sorry. Bad throw. Okay. Oh, well, landed right That's in my it. pile of epic dice. Thank you. Appreciate that. It almost sounded, it almost sounded like it landed in water. <laughs> I'm still concentrating. Uh, yeah, so nobody is slowed anymore as the as that kind of hits. That did not do... I mean, it did a little bit. Uh, Victor, it is your turn. All right. I am no longer um, slowed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run forward. Run. And I will throw out... Um, I'm going to use my performance points to throw out... I'm going to do bladed defense. I'm going to call, send out and say clinch. Clinch. Um, what's it called? No. Is your other one? No. Defend. I'm going to throw them okay. over at the feet of. So um, let's get uh, a dagger out for Shadow Song as well. And then okay. you're throwing the other ones at Ceradon's feet. At Ceradon's feet. Shadow Song is actually stuck in the creature. Like it's the, technically they like just like land some of it and yeah. falls out. <laughs> Good enough. Perfect. <laughs> um, and that, I believe, takes my bonus action. Yep. So my action, I will throw a third blade and say, Zinderarth, burn to <clears throat> burn to the heart. Okay, oh, perfect. Okay. Roll me an attack roll. And that was a four, and that's a plus my eight. Twelve plus fifteen. Twelve plus fifteen? No, fifteen total. Fifteen misses. Sixteen? Sixteen misses. Dang it. <laughs> well, we used to think so. Uh, so you can only roll one of those. Yeah. Uh, so technically, you yeah, yeah, got yeah, a fifteen. Thank you for the reminder <clears throat> on this weird you. home roll. <laughs> so, <And> I made it. <laughs> so it lands too, just yep. by. Yep, just lands by. That's okay. Perfect. Saradon. Okay. Are you still concentrating on darkness? Oh, or? Yeah. Okay. Um, was darkness? I thought it was hexblade concentrating on. No. Hexblade's, hexblade's curse yeah. is not a spell. Um, yeah, I'm just going to attack. Okay. Use this. That's a crit because yeah. he's cursed. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um, awesome. By the way, you should have rolled disadvantage on your attacks because of darkness. But it can see out. Yeah, Shoot, do you want me to re- I'll re-roll that first um, one? And wait, actually, how far away from it are you? Now he's. Well, 15. I was I was over here. So you were over there. Not the same though. I thought I thought it wouldn't matter because five, ten, fifteen. Feet he can't see in, 15. but the other one, the guy. But that guy, guy well, he can. He, oh, he does have. He can see. Yes. So if you were if you were more than ten feet away from it, okay, you were fine. I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were. So here. I'm still on my next turn. Yep. I'll still be okay. Okay. Um, all right. So that's so a crit, right? So it's um, this is going to be twenty-two damage. Right. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, next attack is a twenty to hit. Dirty twenty. Um, it is going to uh, bring its shield around rapidly with its reaction and block that attack. Okay. So that one misses. <clears throat> but action. But uh, this is a 24. Um, 24 will hit. Is for... 12 damage. 12 damage. Ow. 
a sharp butt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's definitely got like a spike on it or something <laughs> at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Craggy has definitely like popped a spike on there. <coughs> okay. And anything else you'd no, like to do? That's it. Okay. Uh, the being will go next. At the beginning of its turn, it lets out another deep thrumming ping uh, throughout the throughout the warehouse. And then it is going to. I mean, wait. Sorry, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just go ahead and have it attack. Uh, Saradon here. First attack. Which is a 19. Miss. Okay. Thank you. It's Paul Han Solo. Oh, everything's fine. Uh, how are you? How are you? Second are attack you? is a an 18. So this thing uh, brings its spear around, and you kind of definitely duck under it. The Oof. the kind of mystical swirling blades of protection are also uh, doing their part to block uh, these incoming attacks, and that is its turn. So it is, I believe, Bolt was next. Seven. Yes, Bolt. Um. Move forward. Okay. Thirty. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the darkness. Yes. Um. Oh crap! Yeah. Sorry. I don't know that. Well. Maybe sorry. Should drop the darkness, but I just haven't thought of. I think she's too focused on attacking. Well, she wants to crack and eat. It's been a little while since she could eat something. A part of a half If I could get advantage on it, it would just cancel out the disadvantage of a darkness, right? So, currently where you're standing, you do not have advantage or disadvantage. It's just a straight roll. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be disadvantage because it has blind. I, I can't fight. It has blind sight. But I can't feet. fight mm-hmm. to ten feet. Oh, ten feet. Yep. So it can't see you. Huh? So it's just yep. a wash. Okay. Just All a right. wash right now. But, 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 I want to drop fairy fire on it. Okay. Or try to. And I'm going to put it, it is a uh, 20 foot cube, so I'm going to make sure that I only hit it. Okay. And not. I think you can, I think it works on characters of your choice. Very fire. Is it just everything? It is all creatures. Which is why I'm I'm trying to keep it like. But I can, because it's only 20 foot cube, so I can just throw it there. I hit the wall. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, What does it need to do? Uh, it needs to do a deck save 14. It does not make it save. Sweet. Yes. It, Time for elven accuracy. Any attack roll against the affected creature or object has mm-hmm. advantage if the attacker can see it. And the affected creature or object can't benefit from being okay. Which you currently still can't see the creature. Mm-hmm. Could I, when I see it get outlined in... in what is dropping concentration? Is it a... I it's think just a free it's action? just... Yeah, like... Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> as far as I know, that's how like, I always played it. It's yeah. just free action. Yep. Yeah, as soon as like you see this rusty red magic start like flowing up around it, you just kind of craggy kind of lets out a little like silent wail in your head as you <laughs> as the darkness dissipates. Right. <laughs> Good call, Bolt. Seems like darkness isn't working on this one. Okay. So, so oh, give me a roll. Crusty red magic. Yes. Crusty. <laughs> for my for my spell plosion. Uh, it's currently at level <clears throat> one because it went off last yes. time. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, now it's up to two. And yeah. bonus action, I'm going to uh, use my guardian armor to give me five tempo points. Sweet. Just bring that little sonic resonance out. Yep. 
All right, Eve, it is your turn. This thing is now encased in crusty red magic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Eve will cast Bless on um, Sari, Victor, and Ezra. And then let's move up, Darian. 15, 20, 25, you can get wherever you want to go, basically. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yes, I'm concentrating. The D6, yep. so am I. <coughs> Thank you. And that is my turn. <laughs> oh, that's right, bus is an action. Okay. Um, can Darian attack? Darian can attack, actually. Like, he can charge. Yeah, that, let's too. charge. Uh, he's right next to it. Can he still charge? Well, well he, 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 he ran into 20 feet. Oh, yeah. gotcha. yeah. That was 20, right? Mm-hmm. Is it okay. So, we're... So you can roll the attack, and then there's just an additional like effect for... Yeah. It's, I think it's damage for the gore, specifically, the coring charge. It has a crown. It does? Everything does, because he's got yeah. fairy fire on him. Oh, not one. That one's not good. Let me <laughs> add this to it. So that was 19 to hit. Uh, 19 will hit. I'm trying to remember. I think you stopped shield up. Um, it's, it's got its reaction back. It's going to use its reaction to bring the shield around and block that attack. <laughs> Yeah, as long as is still But you have still used that custom. reaction for that turn. So. Well, good. Okay. For thematic purposes, all the the shield of faith is just little shards of that little um, steel window leaf. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have one that I might <coughs> throw out as part of the casting, and it shatters. It shatters. It's like swirling around. A bunch of little very cool. needles that. Okay. And then Ezra, it is your turn. Okay, I'm gonna attack with sharpshooter and health and accuracy. Ooh, yes. Here we go. So let's try. Oh my gosh, my dice are so poor. D4. Okay, so that's gonna be. Uh, so it's gonna be 18 to hit. 18 will miss. Oh, Oof. balls. Okay. Um, yeah. 20? Top 20 will hit. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh, no. No. Yes. oh okay. no. Oh, Corey. Oh, <laughs> I forgot he was there. I wait, you are. Oh, no. Get his horn to broke too. And that was the painted one. Alright, um, uh, give me so the damage. 18 damage. 18 damage? Okay. I'm gonna attack again. Do it. With sharpshooter of an accuracy. Um, okay, so that is gonna be a. Um, 24 to hit. 24 will hit. Okay. That will be four. Nice. Um,. 22 damage. 22. Nice. Um, I might as well... Well, no, it's not going anywhere. Yep, we're good. Okay. Top of the round, Victor. Well done. I am going to uh, use my bonus action to call back Cinderhearth and the Shadow Song. Okay. It needs to make deck save 
Uh, I think it's 14. These two, for each of them. Yeah. Uh, it makes one and fails the other. Hey, Do those get advantage? I got, oh, no. I'm sorry, it's safe. It's safe. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to break so, your figure. And, and if Let's keep straight. things off of here. From so now that's <laughs> four, four damage. I don't get the Maybe. plus modifier. Four damage. Maybe I'll roll no. my dice twice in the future. And then I will. Um, as as Cinder Hearth returns, I'll call out again and I'll say, "Again, burn harder." I'm going to try attempt to use her, the burn on it. Okay. If it roll ends. with advantage. So that's an 11 and an 11. <laughs> um, okay. So Plus that's 19. 19 will hit. Nice. All right. I'm going to go ahead and use this. So Cinder Hearth. That's 7 damage plus its fire, which is going to be an additional 2d10, according to the other. The, um, yeah, the Dagger of Venom. Yep. Go ahead and roll uh, 2d10 for me. And it will be on fire, so it will be burning on its turn. That's an additional 13 fire damage. 13 fire. Okay. In addition to sneak piercing. Oh, and you do have... Well, and you had advantage. <coughs> yeah, sneak attack. Plus that. And that's nine nine uh, for the sneak attack. Okay, so uh, yeah, Cinder Hearth hits and just melts right through nice. the center of this thing. Yes. And it collapses backwards. Solid. Kill shot. Well, not so solid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. It is indeed your turn. I'm gonna just start running this way. So is it dead or just knocked over? Five, it is. It, 10, well, yeah, it's it's dead. It's twenty-five. It kind of like probably did that thing where it got the hole and then collapsed forward and curled right up a bit. Eyes, yeah. 60. No longer very. Far. I'm just gonna I'm gonna dash until I get right here to the door. Okay, give me a perception check. Okay. I saw his blind sight. Sports was as big as mine. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, 17. Uh, yeah, you do hear voices on the other side okay. running towards the vault. I'm like, they're coming! <laughs> There's definitely people in there, <laughs> as soon as Sarah Dunn shouts. <laughs> Would I be able to use my uh, my uh, movement at the end of my turn to run as well? I'll just run the same direction. Uh, yeah, you guys, 30, you guys have uh, essentially um, two rounds to set up. Okay. okay. I'll give you guys. So uh, I'll be able to get to here essentially. Yeah, so, so I think you can get anywhere uh, throughout the room. So I'm gonna call out to you guys and, and uh, say, uh, "Let me let me booby trap in front of the door, so Go I can drop. It. I'll drop a web, okay, right in front of the door, okay. or one of my. Uh, Does that give us advantage on attacks if they fail their save in there? Right? Yeah. Continuing, Restrained or is continuing it continuing the accuracy? Can you yeah, yeah. it up a little bit, but I want him to be far enough so back. You'll be able to see. You'll be able to see where it is. So you want to go like right here? I'm gonna put myself. Yeah. Charge right Perfect. So that's. Right. That's like forty feet, and I know he can do like fifty, right? So he can do yep. technically a hundred on an ash. Yeah. So it's if we have two, so we get literally. We have two rounds. Seriously. Yeah. 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 I'll get right here. Yep. And the herb. Uh, right there. And then I can try to. I felt I'll try to like whip them into the five seconds. into the web, pull them in further. Maybe. Okay. So, so obstruct in your charge. Two more initiatives. Whoop. Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll get into the next one. Down, you're ready to run me. Yep. Okay. Gotta stay back enough. 
And my um, ho ho ho! How the turns have tabled. <laughs> we're setting, we're setting up for the infinite sight, <laughs> not the other way around. Does anyone have any glyphs? We could if, <laughs> um, since the two the two defense ones that I had on the ground. That's as close as I got to wards. Sorry. Corey? Huh? The two defense ones I have on the ground. If I move them, would they lose their? No, I'll let you keep that. Is bless okay. for initiative too? Mm, we won't have you guys roll a new out. initiative. Oh, It'll be in the same order. I'll yeah. yeah. drop them by Scott. Right. It's just for attack <clears throat> roll or saving throws. Oh, yeah. If it were an ability check, then yes. So Scott, you have those. Not, not the shield of faith, but I have those two daggers by you. Um, that's why I'm saying anyway, if bless if affected somebody hits you, ability checks, then you could roll a d4 for initiative too. But bless does not affect ability checks. Okay, I'm gonna resort the initiatives here. <clears throat> Keep at least one of them alive. Good idea. Well, we we know where. Um, I call Mesh. Mesh is. We <laughs> at the end of your map. Well, he might be back here by now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, Victor, it's the top of the third round after the two. Like, you can hear that the door opening. Are you going to forgo your action? Are you going to ready an action? I'm readying my action for as soon as somebody enters the space where yep. I can see them, I will throw one of my daggers out. Okay. Uh, so, the vault door opens. Bolt is the one standing right in the middle of mm-hmm. the door. Yep. Right. Shield up. Yep. And you, uh, you see three figures. Uh, they are similar in appearance to the other other kind of infinite sight warriors that you fought and everything. But there's two in the front, and then the third one in the back is the one, the bald one with the half elf ears and the robon. Uh, and as soon as the vault door opens, one of them rushes in, uh, and starts like conjuring a spell in his hand. Okay. So the web is difficult terrain. Okay. Tap um, movement. Uh, when they enter, they need to make a dex saving throw. On a failed save, they are restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. Okay, he rolls 14. a 17. Okay. So he manages to like barrel through. And I'll take an opportunity attack when he gets. Okay. Assuming that he's on this side and not this side, I guess. Uh, or or on. Let's, let's do a 50 50 on that. Okay. Let's see which side he's on. Uh, odds, he's on. He's close to you, evens, he's away. Okay. Odds. Same. So he steps right in. Okay. Make your attack. How far in did he go? He made it one square in before Ceradon strikes. Which it, does your sentinel Black. stop him? I don't have sentinel. Oh, and it's not sentinel. It's, it's just the, so he could still move. Oof. Or, I'll just get. Ceridon I failed. Just get there. Okay. I, I throw. I th- mine triggers and I throw mine for eighteen to hit. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen will hit. Okay. And uh, you're considered in his engaged range. I mean, I'm within so 10 feet. Uh, you have, you to, have be to be within, within five feet. It has to be within five feet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. First so, sneak. so it's seven. Seven damage. Piercing damage. Okay. That's with no, I dropped it. Okay. okay. Uh, so you you hit him with the dagger. You miss him with the spear. Like he he dodges out of the way, but he doesn't uh, feel the dagger. How much damage did you say it was? Seven. Seven. And as you as you slam into him. You can see kind of this uh, golden shimmer and these the same kind of like golden runes uh, race over him for a moment and then just shatter and disappear. And so you broke whatever concentration he had. So he can still move, it's just uh, yep. difficult so terrain. Yep, he, so he's definitely like going to move one forward towards 
Actually, no, he's he's continuing to charge through at this point uh, towards Bolt, I think. Okay. Just because that was um, so his original trajectory. Does he get like 15 feet since it's difficult terrain, or how far? Does yeah, what's, what would be his movement speed? Uh, yeah, he, he'll get right there. Yep. And then let me just check this real quick. And then he's going to kind of, he's going to grab his uh, weapon at his side, which is this, it looks kind of like a kopesh. And he's going to fling it out, and as he does, it kind of gathers up in golden light. And it's going to slash at you. It's going Ooh. to cast Spiritual Weapon. Oh, no. So it is uh, a tech here. Uh, uh, believe. What is it? Okay. Uh, but it's only a five to hit you. It's not yes. It's not very much. So Yep. So it kind of just, you bring up your shield, or you've already got your shield to bear. So it just slashes off of it, and he now has the Spiritual Weapon floating around. Which does not require concentration, or is that a concentration? Special weapon doesn't. No. It's just a bonus action. It's great. Uh, if you want, move it and use it. in that top box, mm-hmm. you can hand it to me. I have a spiritual weapon. Yeah. For it. Then Squidward joins the fray. Uh, so we've got two more. We've got. Uh, another cultist, which will be on the left, kind of barreling in as well, uh, but they're not in the door yet. Uh, they are, they're still outside of it. Oh. So, And then the mage is on the outside as well. In fact, if we want to, we can even slide things over a little bit and add a couple more tiles on that outside. You can, no, you can just leave it. It's all magnetic. Yep. Magnets. How do they work? Okay. Yeah, you guys saw the right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then the uh, the wizard one goes next. The, the wizard. The wizard. They can only see Bolt. Yeah. So I'm not targeting you. Maybe just because maybe Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. Ezra. Okay. Yeah. I mean, unless it's dark in here. All right. Um, pick evens or odds. Odds. Okay. Uh, this attack is going to Ezra. Said. So okay. wait, even on the take. <laughs> <laughs> you told me not to target you. Um, no, I didn't. So, Ezra, this this mage spots you, and snaps his fingers, and this kind of weird uh, temporal flux occurs inside your mind. Uh-oh. And it's oddly familiar, but you can't quite place why. Obviously, um, so you're it, there's no save for this. You're going to take some damage, and then you're going to save against something else. You're gonna take 14 psychic damage. And then make me an intelligence save and throw, please. I don't know why I went Einor there, but whatever. <laughs> oh, curse dice. Um, this was in people's mind. You have Sorry. bless still. <laughs> I, yeah, I rolled bless and I got a one. So that's a nine to save. Okay, so uh, you are stunned I'm until the end of your next turn. Oof. Oof. By the sheer force of whatever <sighs> temporal flux is going on inside your mind. And I can save at the end of my turn? Uh, it's just, just stunned until the end of the mage's next turn. Oh, no, until the end of your next turn. Okay, so it's like right. a I, like I have I can save for it, I'm just, or it's like it's gone. It ends, yeah. Okay. Lose the turn. Okay, that's fine. Now, how, remind me how long does Bless last? A minute. It's a minute? Mm-hmm. So uh, just we, remember we that you rounds. have 
So that would have been round 12. Four, five. Yeah, well, we had it was two, two rounds, rounds between, so she did two, so we're at 12. Because it's six seconds so it's a round, eight. right? So. Yeah, you have eight rounds left on that yeah. one. Just to make sure. okay. Not that we're ever going to get that far. I just wanted to make sure that we were aware. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Web's kind of the same way. It's like on a certain amount of time. Uh, Saradon, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to take some swings at this guy in front of me here. Okay. So, that is a... Oh, I have bless. A bless. Um, bless. So that's 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Okay. Four... Sorry. Um, 13 damage. 13 damage, okay. Mm -hmm. And then next attack is, uh, that was cocked, I guess. So 21 plus a d4. 21 will hit. Um, plus four. the d4 is going to miss, though. <laughs> For 9 damage. 9 damage. And then butt action uh, is higher. Okay. Um, Four, oh, sorry, it's a d4. Um, seven damage. All right, yeah, you slice, slice, and then just uh, that the butt action takes him out. Nice. And the spiritual weapon's gone as well. Bye-bye, Hazaras. <laughs> that was Hazaran, yeah. Oh, it was. Don't hand any more minis. I'm not going. You're on probation. I healed when... When oh, we killed yep. that thing yes. from the Hexblade's Curse. Just trying to remember how much it is. I think it's nine. Yeah, something plus your proficiency, I think. Okay. Uh, after you nine. is the second cultist who's going to rush in. I'm going to take Purple an attack. Or well, gray? it'll be on, this one will be on the left. In. Purple or it'll, gray? It'll, it'll, it'll rush in. Gray? Yep, gray. Sorry. Uh, so it needs to make a dexterity saving throw first. And... It does not make it save, so it is restrained. So it's going to stop right where it is. Delta. Didn't roll higher than 14? Nope. Cool. And it's going to uh, grumble, and uh, it's actually going to point at you, and I need you to make me a wisdom. I'd say throw it what it is. Okay. Sarah or Victor? Sarah. Uh, sorry, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> That's a... Wait, nope, never mind. It's going to make an attack roll. It's going to do spiritual weapon. Okay. Sorry, it's already you, concentrating you on something. On it, can't, okay. wisdom six. it cannot use hold person. Huh? You get advantage on wisdom six. I don't have advantage. Oh, it's plus. Okay. Yeah. I get that wrong all the time. I'm always like, two dice. I hear two clacks. I heard the clicky clack he's going. Um, mm -hmm. That's the like clicky clack. Yeah. Does an 11 note hit? Okay. Mm. Uh, and that is a uh, spiritual weapon out uh, right next to Sarah. Hey, Hazaron! Hazaron's back. back. Now this is different. Oh, mom. I don't. This one's a hammer. <laughs> Hazaron almost killed me. <laughs> well, not me personally. Now it appear. Does it appear within a range? I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. It's, it's a five not. foot. Yeah, and it, you, you can, can choose within twenty feet. I think sixty feet when you cast yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. move at twenty. 60. Yeah. yeah. With a bonus action. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. So it is, and that cultist is restrained yep. as we get to Bolt's turn. Um, I am. So if the. 
if the wizard could see me, that means I could technically see him <laughs> yes. too, right? Yep. For the purposes of space, is this, are they five feet away? No, that's nothing. That's just, yeah, that's not space. the door would just normally okay, stand on top so of that. These, these guys yep. are in, like within touching each yes, other. Yes, they are. Um, I am going to use my chain whip okay. to try to grab him and pull him into the web. So wizard? Yeah. Awesome. And uh, that pulls him in range of you. Yeah. As you do, the, the wizard casts a, a reaction here. So you see two like diverging paths and it's trying to predict which one it is. So you have disadvantage on this roll as it's trying okay. to. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Come on. Evil Ezra. Fighting your shadows. Both sevens. Uh, 13. Um, and I'm going to use my epic die. 14. 14 will hit. That's uh, exactly what you need. Yeah, actually. Nice. Nice. <laughs> well done. Okay, so you pull him. So chain whip. First of all, I'm going to do 2d6 damage. Okay. And that is uh, 11 damage. That's max. Okay. Nice. And then <laughs> you pull him. How it jerks? Le- how close? It jerks into the um, up to ten feet. Just like okay, the two. So ten feet like closer. Yeah. From somewhere else. There. And yeah, Sorry. as he as he moves in, I'm gonna. I go, Sarah, get him. Reaction. Uh, force movement doesn't work that way. Oh, it doesn't yeah. provoke opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're right. You know, force force movement is Why? because he is going to he is going to roll that dexterity. Well, it wouldn't. Trained. It's forced. So would that count? Um, so he'd have to wait till he starts his turn. When he starts his turn, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Worst movement is nice, but it does have limitations. Yeah, because it says or enters during their turn. Yeah. So during me pulling turn. him in, yeah, yeah. was so just to make it so that like he's guaranteed. in range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, and then is that all that? That's all. Doing? That's all I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Eve. Eva. Well, Eva. if I go into your trap, am I? I will. You will have to roll the the dex thing. It doesn't do damage, but it's difficult terrain, and you'd have to roll the the possibility restraint. restraint. So, here's a question. Technically, as long as it moves towards you with the chain whip, can you move it sideways? Or diagonal Uh, squares? I've always just took it as it's towards you, so no, so over the direct line. I was just curious to see, like, if there was a way you could move him towards the outside edge, so that I mean, if it was like grasping by, he bounced off the wall. (laughs) You could have had uh, time to pick up your javelin, by the way, if you want to. Uh, I can only use it once per short rest. You can still throw it as a normal javelin, a normal magical javelin. Yeah, I suppose, or you can take the risk. Technically, Darian would be the one that would be restrained. We're taking the risk. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets restrained and you just fly off, off of him. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what did we get to I, here? Yeah, as, as soon as it hits that one. Square. I mean, square. you can move around and then move in. Sure. Sure. He has so a jumping speed, doesn't he? A long jump? Uh, yeah, I mean, technically, he can jump in. So, so, so roll his dex. Uh, if he gets 14 or higher, he's good. Come on, Darian, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifteen. He's yeah. not restrained. Yeah. Oh, it is difficult right, terrain, nice. so if you need to move through it, it's half speed. But should still be up. Yeah, it's still twenty five feet for <laughs> for Darian. What is this? Is this a bounder? <laughs> <laughs> and every every turn he has to make that if he's not restrained. Okay. So I will attack with my long sword. Okay, you can't we throw it that way. Does your long sword have a name yet? I haven't even thought about that. It should be Giacomo. 
What's the reverse of Hazaron? <laughs> I've never named it. Hazaron. That is a crit. <laughs> that is a crit? Woo! Nice. What are our rolls? Uh, max, max damage, damage and then roll dice. So 1d8 plus 3, that's And if 11. you're a paladin, you have to smite. And I will smite. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, the rules. It's the rules, yeah. yeah. It's the rules, kids. To the pain, yeah, remember? The to the pain. To the pain. So the... the um, of course I rolled a The one. smite does max damage, <laughs> and then you roll the smite damage right. as well. Yeah. So... So 11. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, plus... How much is smite? Smite. 2d8 per... If you do it at a first level, it's 2d8. We'll do it at first level. So 16 plus 11, so you got 27. Well, it was 15 for her regular total. So 2d8 max, too. You got 27 plus whatever you roll on your 2d8s. Oh. Because your smite's max. Yeah. She has another 7. So you're at... 35. 35. 35, please. Kaboom. Damage, okay. Whack! Uh, as you come down, it's just like that, the, tr- the fury of the trio... Uh, just slashing across definitely does a lot, but uh, he's still. Small. They returned your call. Okay, uh, second attack is uh, fourteen. Fourteen will hit. Nice. Ooh, for eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven damage. Okay. Yeah, you definitely like you. You have sheared through this magical shield enough that you've gotten a couple good gashes on him. And um, he's kind of just looking really worse for wear at this point. Okay. Can Darian attack? Now Darian can attack, yes. Gorin. Was he far enough? That that, that was 20 feet. Would yeah. that count as a charge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll do that. Ah. 4, 13, plus 5. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Okay, so... So five plus six is eleven. Do you want to describe how Darian takes out Gore's the page? <laughs> yes, he just comes running in and like puts his little because he has his little antlers. Uh-huh. Remember, because he's a yes. jackalope. Yep. And he just puts his antlers down and he just impales him. Okay. Yeah, just impales and like he impales him and pulls him up and you just like slash him a few times to just take him out. For good measure. Yep. Is that the wizard guy? Yep. That Does my stun end? No, you still stunned. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that effect has already happened. That wasn't. But how's effect. it going to end then? Because he will never have a turn. No, to end. it's the end of your, your turn. Oh, I thought. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Uh, that makes sense. Ezra, that's a that's a good that's a good slide into my DM's question though. Yeah. It is. If a if a monk uses stunning strike. And dies. stuns. The target is stunned until the end of the monk's next turn. Yeah, but if the monk then dies, dies, he never, he never gets has another turn, turn. He's stunned forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rules. The monk stuns him, and then they're just like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> and the I'll evil lich was slain for good. Let's. The self-sacrificing. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm stunned, and through my head is the words of Lady Crester, the catalyst of change. And I'm like, I'm just. Back in my brain. Okay, perfect. Uh, Victor, it is your turn. I would like to um, do a little bit of a wall run. Okay. And um, with some of, um, can I, with my cloak or something, I want to basically just take my cloak, wrap it around his head, and pull it backwards to blind him. Okay. So to try and restrain him. 
He's already restrained. Or not restrain him, but like try and blind him. Okay. With my cloak. Yeah. That's a. What do you want? Slide of hand. Um. Yeah. Give me. Give me a slide of hand. Uh. Yeah. You. You successfully do that. Uh. You're gonna land. Oh. Give me an acrobatics check to see if you okay. can avoid the the webbing as well. On the door frame. Fifteen plus seven, so that's gonna be a twenty. Twenty-two. Two. Yeah. You expertly like. You've all seen Victor knife dancing, and he just he just moves up the wall, wraps the cloak around, and then lands on the other side of the vault door, holding this uh, holding this person. They're they're blinded, they're restrained in my, these things. So. I use my action to hold him, and I'll just, for my free action, I'll just call and say, uh, "What what do you think? Do we kill him or question him? Lethal or none?" And I tighten it around his neck a little bit. He starts panicking. We'll question him <laughs> now and maybe kill him later. He starts panicking. panicking <laughs> they don't tell you everything. <laughs> they don't pay me enough. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna go ahead and consider combat over. Because okay. uh, he's effective. Like he's effectively good. Like there's nothing. There's five of you. I was gonna move him. here and be like, yoink! <laughs> Pull it over and let you two just pummel him. It's very much the moment. Like if he even were unblinded, it would be the Avenger standing over Loki scene right now. So beauty god. I think he'll have that drink now. You're even the Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 I'm right in the middle. Okay. Victor's right. Black Widow. <laughs> I do. The, I do the stance. Yeah. You, you pose. pose. <laughs> Except you hear a rip in his pants. He's <laughs> like. Uh. All right. Uh, so you guys are in this uh, vault area. Um, do you get rid of the web or do yeah. you keep? Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. Dismiss. You guys can restrain this uh, cultist, this member of the Infinite Sight. And what would you like to do now? Um, I say we pull him in and let the door close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask him about the crystal thingies. I will cast Zone of Truth. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Nice. Very How long does that take to set up? Ten minutes. Um, ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, well it. It lasts, it lasts 10, 10 minutes. Does he have another action. pendant? Yes, he does. I'm going to take the pendant. Okay. Yeah, and I'm okay. going to move away from the door so he has no way to leave. Okay. In while, theory. while she's doing that, can I also attempt to use identify on one of these crystals mm-hmm. to see if I can determine if it's like a magic item of some sort or if it's just a spell? Sure. Uh, go ahead and... So it's, it's a ritual. Just, yeah, it's just yeah, a ritual. So take 10 um, minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to have you look at my potion. While you're the gold yeah. fleck. That'll take another ten minutes. Okay. You need to do a charisma saving throw. So I'll do the crystal stuff first, and then. And he drama. is restrained with my fifty feet of rope, uh, or at least I assume. This is how I die. Uh, he fails to save her. So by your you finish up with the zone of truth, it flares up. You can see there is like there. There are three specific symbols that you draw in as you're casting the zone of truth. One is of a thing, one is of a talon, one is of a claw. And it kind of summons these almost spectral forms of the the trio kind of looming over him. And uh, he's just like, "Um, I'm very terrified right now. (laughs) Is that why you pissed yourself? (laughs) No, that's unrelated. Lie. Oh, yes, yeah, that's why. I was just testing it. I wanted to make sure it worked. Uh, at the same time, the identify spell goes off, uh, and you do realize, or you do learn that these are heavy chronergy magics. Uh, this is essentially a like stasis crystal okay. that keeps the person outside of time, um, and you can see Weird. that that they are they are emanating uh, energy off of them as well. Uh, it it. It's not really your forte, so the identify spell doesn't give you like every. Specific yeah, it just detail. says uh, 
if it's a magic item or other magic mm -hmm. imbued object, I learned its properties and how to use it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know that you could tap into that energy if you wanted to to power energy. something. Okay. Hmm. Um, so I learned also if there's any spells affecting it, what they are. Um, and if the item was created by a spell, I learned which spell created it. Okay. Um, I did have to touch it. Did that? Uh, that didn't do anything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it um, gets back up. So the spell that created it, um, you you know what the spell is. You know that it's a spell that requires two people working in tandem to basically trap somebody and uh, erase the memory of those around them by pulling them out of time mm -hmm. in, into this crystal. Do I also find out how to undo it? Um, you, dispel magic would work. Maybe enough of a, like, a, for a brute force might do it, but that might be dangerous to the person inside. Well, we have you two also attempts before the one we're rescuing. <laughs> you also and no one remembers that they're alive. Uh, you, and you do realize that, um, like, chronergy is a very difficult thing to master. And these these magic circles are essentially uh, pulling the power away from the crystal somewhere else. Okay, they're getting. They're getting their power from somewhere else? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, as in like they're taking the power that's emanating off these crystals and pulling it into something else. Mm. Um, I'm the only ones who would have Dispel Magic and I don't have it. Can I see spell. if I can stealth out that door without being able to notice? Um, it's going to be at a real big disadvantage because the door on like, it's, yeah, it's not exactly quiet when it opens. 18? 18 with disadvantage. You rolled. Oh, disadvantage? Yeah. That's a six plus 16. Does anybody have a 16 or higher passive perception? Mine's only 15. Okay. I don't. 12? Nope. 10. Okay. Victor, yeah. Victor's going to slip out and. During go the zone of truth, the, like everybody's watching the rituals and you. I'm just going to slip out and go to the end of the, uh, the treasure hunt. Okay. And wait. Um, yeah. For Mash. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's start with the zone of truth. <laughs> we'll get to. Mash in just a moment here. Poor Mash. Um, no, not poor Mash. He's an a-hole. Uh, so, Zone of Truth. Um, what would you like to ask first? Are you a member of the Infinite Sight? Yes. What... For what purpose are you draining the life force or for, from these individuals? Uh, we are powering mana crystals. What are mana crystals? They are crystals that uh, allow us to uh, infuse something with magical energy. Such as? I, I don't know. They didn't tell me that part. That's not a lie. That's the truth. Like, everything that I'll, I will tell you is the truth, just because technically he could just not say anything, but he's pretty menaced by the fact that uh, Darian still has some of his leader on his horns, and uh, Saradon's got plenty of uh, his friends There's, like, on a dangling entrail, and he keeps yeah. trying to be like... <laughs> well, I think he's a vegetarian. Yeah. Floppy bunny he's ears. Been playful, yeah. Um, who are these people that you've captured? random nobodies, people that nobody would miss. Mm -hmm. uh, that corroborates with what you know about the spell. Uh, basically, the the more people that know a person, the harder the spell is to okay. take hold, because it's more people that it has to basically erase the memory of. Gotcha. That sort of thing. Ask him about House Greenwood. House Greenwood? 
it's a house in Terrabond. <laughs> Did they hire you? Uh, it, it's... It's a mutual agreement. Uh, we're working with them. They're, they're benefiting, we're benefiting. It's like a business arrangement. What, what do they gain? Uh, our aid in a coming conflict. Mm. That checks out with what Ivan So said. you're going to help like them get seize power? I'm, I'm dead. I, I, they're going to kill me. You must answer truthfully. <laughs> the last one could be also to tell truth. Sorry, what was the question again? What was the question again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you going to help, you're gonna help them? See, take you're so power. intimidated. Um, they, I, I don't know what their plan is. They just asked for additional forces. We sent them uh, more constructs. And what do they give you? Uh, ability to move around the city secretly. Uh, grab our mana batteries. Hmm. Who is your leader here in Terrabon? Uh and he looks over at the the dead mage and says, "That guy." What a shame. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was a good friend of mine. I will miss him really, really bad. I was just they shouldn't laugh. Oh, they're gonna kill me. Gonna <laughs> Who is they? The, the Infinite Sight, House Greenwood, anybody? I'm telling you way too much, and they're gonna just. It's probably going me. to be us. I think I'm rubbing off on Eve. <laughs> How do you we release honorable. release the crack? How do we release these people from their tombs? Whatever this is. You need to disrupt the spell, dispel it. Standard wizard stuff. And Can it be broken if only we through physical force? <laughs> that's that's really dangerous. You could get a feedback loop. Anyone know a wizard? I just remember. I, I used to know. I feel like yeah. I did at one point, but I can't. It's like at the back well, of my brain. Here's the deal. We can have Victor I, I, stay I, I, here while we go get I, a mage. Where, where's Victor? Victor. Oh, I punched the crystal. So as you punch the crystal and everybody else asks where Victor is, we're going to cut over to Victor. So I, I, I rolled for it. And I got a natural one. <laughs> oh, if it was, if it was 11 or higher, I would have been like, okay, let's find them. Not the space time Otherwise, I'm like, we gotta get these guys out. I wanna like swipe two barrels and take my cloak and like throw it over the top like it's a little shop. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so the mash comes around the corner in this dark alley. The warehouse blows up. <laughs> and, and looks up and goes, weren't you the guy that handed Hello, me Hello, no, the- that's my, my twin brother. <laughs> oh. Of course. Um, we look nothing alike. I'm, I'm here to tur- get the the raffle winnings, and he walks up and hands. Wait, hang on. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are terrible, Mash. He walks up and hands you the uh, the ticket. Yes. Oh, thank you. Hold on. Let me let me verify the signature here. He's so in debt because he keeps getting scammed because yeah. he's so bad at rolling. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll look at it. I, I are you? Sh- this looks okay, but did you try and uh, you trying funny business here to get our money? No, I just got handed that by somebody else. This signature looks awfully like a fraud to me. Oh, did that guy scam me? But he didn't take anything. From that me. guy, your twin brother. <laughs> here, um, let let us go find this person, and we will we will punish them together. Um, yeah, sure. I'll I'll show you where they last were. <laughs> 
and he's going to start leaning you back towards the warehouse. Uh, as Bolt finishes punching this crystal, roll me an attack roll, would you? Okay, uh, so I'm using my Thunder Gauntlet, by the way. Okay. I'm not sure if that matters since yeah. it's magic. Mm -hmm. It will have disadvantage when it attacks anything. So <laughs> yes. <I'm gonna> <clears throat> attack roll. 23. 23? Um, go ahead and roll me damage, would you? Nine. Nine? Actually, te technically this is an object, so I guess it would do max damage. What was so, max damage? Uh, 11. 11? Mm -hmm. And it's thunder damage. Uh, yeah, you see a crack forming in the crystal, and it's just starting to like spew chronergy uh, energy, and you can see the gnome inside of it is starting to like age rapidly. Oh, shiza. Should I hit it again? It's a good thing they have like a thousand years, yeah. right? Hurry, hurry. Yeah, I'm gonna just try to. Hurry! I'm gonna run in. I'm gonna I'll come it. help you. Like, yeah. I gotta get him out before. Yep. Uh, so working together, you two like really quickly like start tearing this apart. Uh, go ahead and give me, just give me an initiative roll to see if you can uh, accomplish this before the crystal uh, does its work. Three. Twenty-one. It rolled a two. So <laughs> you guys, you guys managed to rip open the crystal just in time. Uh, this, this. Gnome is 10 years older than they were before, so they're a little grayer, uh, but you do manage to get them out, and they are breathing, they are, they're still unconscious, but it's more of like, just like, a, I've been through a traumatic experience yeah. of consciousness. So. Maybe we should wait until we can get well, a mage. Yes, uh, however, if we try on any of the others, I think we should all attempt to break it at once. I want to turn to this guy and mm -hmm. say... How many more members of the Infinite Site are here in Terabon? Uh, it was it was just our, our our cabal, just the four of us. So, so I guess Mash, wherever the hell he is. The bearded one is the last one. Oh, you know Mash. Yeah. Yes, he's my father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> As am I. Yeah, I'm sure he's miles away by this point. What probably. Probably getting reinforcements from House Greenwood. When we, when we come back and we're by the thing, we're like, listen, you know, I, I kind of have an empty stomach. Do you mind if we get some food over here for a bit? I'll buy you some of these. I hear it's very wonderful. The whole fight, because I've just been like, oh, like gumbo, man. Like, <laughs> so we, and I want to go yeah. see if he'll sit down, and I'm and I'm going to, to like look at the guy and be like, it seems someone has swindled him out of his money. So I, we are here to, I will buy him some food, and we'll just sit there and wait for everybody to come out of the... The thing. <laughs> Go ahead and just give me a persuasion check here. This guy, <laughs> Grack has seen a lot today. <laughs> uh, persuasion? Yeah. So that is a 16. Mm. A 20. <laughs> Dirty. And he, he, he pours you both a bowl of uh, gumbo, gumbo, which is, it's still fresh, like whatever That's, whatever cauldron he's using is keeping fresh. Silver, I'll give him a gold piece for his discretion. Okay. Yeah. I fight for like 10 minutes. <laughs> if we let you live, um, back in, in here, I want to ask again. If we let you live, what will you do? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really thought that far. I can't go back to the infinite site because they kill me, but they're going to hunt me anyway. Uh, I'm, I'll probably just run, run as far away as I can. Hope that they don't catch me and erase me from history. Death is what you deserve. Not being erased. I mean, 
harsh but fair, I suppose. <laughs> you know, I think there's someone that may like to meet you. Oh, um. Okay. Hopefully. Should we take him back to Lady Crestor? Mm-hmm. He goes extremely, like, rigid at that. He goes, or you could just leave me to the infinite sight. Um, they, they, they'd probably be gentler. Um, oh, uh, Eve, yes. can you message Lady Crestor and have see if she can arrange uh, a mage or or someone that has a little more a little knowledge about these crystals to help us what's the break the break mobile. What's the, basically uh, we need someone with dispel magic yeah <laughs> what's if, the do you know someone with the specific spell she has her own time spell book. magic and three spells or whatever <laughs> just, just two now so close um, yeah, so she says, I can send somebody. Give me the location. Here are the coordinates. <laughs> Abandoned warehouse. Down by the Let me yeah. just drop a pin real quick. Yeah. No, okay. just say gumbo Grax, Grax Gumbo. And she just goes, oh, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> <laughs> a few minutes Damn later, gumbo. I'm just outside. Like, <laughs> I'm already on here. On my way there for lunch. Nuclear um, launch. So second. you guys oh. wait around for a few minutes. This guy just kind of rocking back and forth and just repeating that he's dead over and over again. Um, outside, you and uh, Mash are kind of sitting around uh, when all of a sudden um, the Arcanum appears coming out of a portal and they start rushing the building. And and uh, Mash like looks at them and he and he kind of like ducks his head and starts like eating his. Don't worry, buddy. I got you. A wink at him. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and this whole time, I want this to try door and do is a- shut, right? Uh, currently it is yeah. shut. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see what I can pilfer off of him with my sleight of hand while we're just sitting here talking. Sure. Like the whole like, oh, just this is dignity. Like whatever, like. The only trend <laughs> I love. So that's a 26. 26. Um, <laughs> yeah, that definitely beats any perception that he has. Um, I'm, he's rolling terribly tonight too, so I'm not even going to worry about it. Yeah, so go ahead and just add 20 gold to your person. Okay. Um, nice. And if you want, you can take his pendant off of him as well. Because yes. uh, he had a replacement pendant from the other one. Around around the You're just like, yeah, man, I have a bad pendant. day. You have a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Archonum rushes up to this vault door, and uh, one of them clangs on the outside. None of you can actually see them, um, but you guys hear the clang, and then you hear, this is the Archonum. We got a call that there was some uh, assistance needed in the area. Please open up. Yeah. Uh, I'm dash. Uh, <laughs> are you I'm clear? Still, you're, not, no, yeah, I'm clear. you're not afraid of them anymore. It just yeah, let's open it up. Okay. No. Uh, who had the... Who had the... I'm, I'll just turn... I'll just Ezra turn, has a pendant. I'll turn... Uh, I'll turn... Craggy well, into, into that symbol that. and like hold it up and see if it works. It does not work. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, worth a shot. But right. one of you two can. To the, the door. Yep. Two can. You can. Uh, the door opens up and uh, four Arcanum rush in. One of them is kind of the standard uh, guard. He's got the, the, the magical baton. Uh, then you've got two that look like they are full-on caster mages. And then there is one that is uh, one of their uh, medics. One of their, I call them jump medics technically, just because they have like a magical uh, jump pack on their back mm-hmm. by crystal. Um, but they walk in and they go, what seems to be the emergency? And then they look around and they they start like muttering about chronergy magic and everything. What's going on here? Well, as you can see, there is some 
chronergy magic um, happening in this very warehouse. <laughs> these individuals are suspended in these cocoons, magical cocoon like I smack the top of it and go, these babies can fit so much time in them. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> we tried to get one of we tried to get this gnome out, um, but as we were doing so, it aged him significantly. We were able to get him out, but he appears to be in need of help. Uh, the medic comes over and starts like looking over, and they kind of place their hand on the top of their head, and you can see that kind of aging be reversed and de-aging as they mm. restore. All right. The oh, cr- chronology is illegal for everyone but them. Okay. See how it is. Restoration magic isn't chronology. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My friend. I, I want to whisper. Just doesn't like that. Yeah, I know. I want to <laughs> whisper to Eve. Like, do you think we should tell them about House Greenwood's involvement, or save that for Lady Crestwood? Huh? Did you say Crestwood? Yes. Okay, Crestwood. Well, no, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Makes sense. It just, it just took me off guard. Um, Am I close enough to hear? What you guys are saying? Like, are we kind of standing together? If yeah, if you want to be like the Arcanum, just basically flows around you, and the two mages start uh, going around, and they're just going to start dispelling as much like uh, like the magic circle as they can. Uh, well, one of them is like learn trying to trace it, as the other one's trying to like break apart this crystal and everything. It'll be a slow process, but they look like they are pretty well trained. In it. So I want to lean down close and say, "I this is whispered, but from my I still don't trust the Arcanum." think that we should talk to Lady Crestor first and then if needed she can pass the information on or we can do it. But what do we do with this one? They're going to take him into custody. Yeah, that one that one are kind of with the batons the already over there questioning him and okay. getting uh, Zone of Truth distract. is probably gone at this point, right? Yeah, ten, minutes. ten minutes? Yeah, it's been ten minutes, so I'm questioning. Distract. Yeah, I'm we all, we all look at him and be like, look at him. Uh, we don't know this, but Victor has another one. <laughs> right. uh, when does Victor want to come in? Uh, I'll basically lean over to him and I'll say, Listen, is that your warehouse? Is that- yeah, yeah, I gotta get out of here. Hey, listen, I know a place, a fence. We can go, it'll be safe. But you, I, when we get close, I need to blindfold you, unfortunately. So you do not know where you're going. <laughs> Give me a deception check, please. <laughs> And believe me, I know blindfolds. <laughs> yeah, he he has not rolled above a three. Nash is terrible. He is the most awful dwarf I've ever known. Uh, yeah, that beats his. Beat that beats his. And I so. give him a, be- a big like. Obviously, I'm lying to you, toothy grin. But he somehow doesn't see it. Yeah, sure. And I mean, that, that'd be fine. We'll do it. I got you, man. Fist bump. And it's new. Okay. New kids do okay. it. Perfect. Come with me. I show you. And I'm going to go to Lady Crestor's house. Well, I won't really show <laughs> okay. you because you'll be blindfolded. But... Okay, perfect. Yeah, he's just going to follow you along. And then when, like, when we get within a couple blocks, I'll basically go blindfolded. I'm like, all right, we'll go. We'll go uh, quickly on foot. Hold, hold hand. We'll go. <laughs> and uh, basically, I'm going to walk him right you, up to you. You get the blindfold on him, and he's like, look, we're twins now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, except for I can see and you can't. You can see past the blindfold? A little bit. That's really cool. I'll show can you. Tell, can you tell me how to do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can go ahead and um, you start leading him up to uh, Lady Crestor's house. And. I want to search. But, well, never mind. It's probably too late. I I, I thought about getting I would have tried to like, search the corpses of these of the guys that we took out. But. I mean, yeah. you could have done that in the 10 minutes right. between. So uh, they didn't really have too much on them. Okay. Uh, there was something 
like maybe probably in like the barracks that they were staying at is where most of their yeah. gold and everything is. Sure. Would you have gotten um, in Yeah, I, w- I, w- I, w- I, I would symbol. love to like slip out the room when the Archonim's doing their thing and like go like rummage through um, the, the offices of the upstairs, the, the, the doors that they were behind. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an investigate check. Let's see. 22 on your investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll say that you find... 30 gold and 40 silver. Sweet. Just kind of... And the rest is just, like, random personal effects. There's no, like, journals or anything There's like that. There's not any incriminating... Ledgers? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Again, you do notice that the shipping containers have uh, the address uh, for the Ruby Oasis on them. Right. Yep. Cass, Cass, he's the behind all of it. <laughs> um, they, the Arcanum finish uh, breaking apart the, the two crystals. And uh, they let the people down gently. Um, and as as they do, they the medic comes over and checks them and says they're going to be out for a couple hours, but we have like they're going to be okay. So does his memory of uh, Fenry come back? Yes, actually, it does. You do remember Fenry was uh, assisting you or assisting uh, Helga at the massage parlor. Wow. Massage et toi. Massage That's what it is. Write that down as another potential title. Massage et toi. It was good. Yep. Yeah. So, and they, they say we can take them back to the local Arcanum infirmary, get them taken care of, and then get them home. Thank you for your assistance. Uh, we will take him into custody as well. Is there any other items that you wish to declare on you? Uh, keep in mind that any magic associated with Chronergy is, again, highly illegal. Of course. Sorry, we'll, we'll walk in and just say, just remember that it was the uh, Wayward Watch that broke the case. Of course. Uh, thank you for your service. Um, now, if you don't mind, we will be turning this area into a crime scene, so uh, if you could vacate the premises, that would be wonderful. Yeah, let's head back right. to Lady Crestor. Hey, uh, you did identify that potion within the time you frame too. While you were waiting, uh, that is a special. So she's she's she able to. Leave. She's not like well, incapacitated. She's, or out. she's she's yeah. unconscious. Okay, okay. so, so they're, they're carried up for her and they'll yeah. send her away. Okay, cool. So where are you guys heading after this, Lady Crestor? So you guys going to Lady Crestor's? Yeah. Um, are you? kind of taking a meandering way to kind of try and meet up, or are you going straight there? I'll, I'll take him straight there, and then I'll say, all right, I need to make a secret knock. Um, wait here for a second. Okay, we're going to go ahead and say that uh, the rest of the party is about uh, five minutes behind you, okay? okay. And uh, that's important because of something that we're going to talk about here. Oh. But first, I need to... You're going to die. She's actually loth, and she's going to drink my blood. Oh, yikes. Well, roll on Lucky character. You. <laughs> hey. This is Wichter, his brother. <laughs> My, My name is Wichter. Do you mean Victor? No, it really was a twin. He also came. known they, as Wichter the they, Great. They, they, they happen to actually work for the uh, for the for the raffle, <laughs> for the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Ten Rings thing was just a guys. <laughs> uh, so this is... To avoid actually. taxes. <laughs> That's actually a big gambling agency, like Ringling Brothers. Yep. All right, Colby, I just shared that in our Discord here. So you'll want to take a look at that magic item. And if you actually want to read it out to the class. Yeah. 
Potion of Time's Echo. So, it is a very rare potion. Ooh, I, got, I found a purple. My first purple. Uh, this potion's container holds a clear liquid with flecks of golden sand swirling throughout it. When you drink the potion, it creates a time echo of you at that current moment, which is only visible to you. As you move, a tendril of flowing chronergy that looks like sand connects you to the location you are standing in when you drink the potion for 10 minutes. When you drink this potion, write down your current hit points and your current location. Once the 10 minutes expires, or when you end the effect early as a bonus action, the tendril of chronergy pulls you back to the location you started from, teleporting you any distance to your starting location and reverting your health back to the amount you had when you drank the potion. If the potion's effect does not work, if oh sorry, sorry that should be the potion's the effect. potion's effect does not work if you drop to zero hit points, or if you move to another plane of existence with no portal connecting to the plane you were on when you drank the potion. So basically, it's a save point yeah. if you want to. Uh, yeah. down um, what's his name from League for ten minutes? Right? As uh, with the time, yeah, yeah, and you're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. So you have awesome. one of those now, and it was called. Is it in? A it is. D &D it is Beyond? a yeah. It's a homebrew in D &D Beyond. So times echo. Ocean of times echo, and everybody else should have seen a nice little graphic for it so far. Uh, but let's go ahead and end tonight's session with Victor walking up to the Crestor household. Uh, with uh, this blindfolded dwarf in tow, and you are surprised to find that there are no guards at the gate. Um, Mesh, something seems to be wrong. I need you to hide here, please. Don't move. Yeah, there's another three. <laughs> that is insane. There are snipers. They have a... a I'll be right arrow. here, man. Just... Don't move. I, I, I'll trust you to the ends of the earth at this point. Like, Clearly. These people, they will kill you if you even breathe wrong. Don't move. Okay. Sounds so I'm, I'm going to proceed stealthily and cautiously to see if I can okay. you mean ascertain like, if there's like a fight going on or if it's just uh -huh. like everybody's gone. So that's a 28. Uh, yeah, so you, you slink past the gate up to the house. Uh, the house has two of those like big black guards in the armor, and they are slumped over. Uh, they don't look unconscious, they look kind of dead, but uh, as you kind of look at them, you realize that they were already dead, and they just kind of look like they are no longer imbued with magic. Okay. So they uh, were like undead, kind of? Or? Yep. Uh, there is definitely a um, there's definitely like a forced entry through the door, and as you slip inside, you can see um, Percy, I think it was Percy, it was the name? of the mimic, uh, kind of in one corner, its tongue is lulled out. It looks like it's like losing its shape. Uh, and you can see a, a, like a single sleeping dart sticking out of it. And you can hear commotion in the um, the lounge, I think, the, the area that you guys were in. She is oh, no. my ring now, I guess. It is mine to protect. And I will go forward. Okay. As you open up the door, you see uh, the lounge as pretty much as you left it except for it's disheveled okay. beyond belief. On one side you have Lady Crestor who's got this uh, bubble of orange magic and on the other side kind of uh, pacing around calmly like a stalking panther is a woman with uh, black hair. Um, she's got a mask over her face and very clearly has an onyx ring uh, around one of her <gasps> right fingers. And she has a pair of 
uh, kami, I think is what they're called. The they're they're kind of like that Japanese weapon with like the the hook blade. That mm. they've got like a, a Kamas. Kama, Kama. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, there are Impressive. around the room, Henry like just kind of like stuck into walls, as if like she's been flinging uh, kunai at uh, Lady Crestor, and they've or and they've just been bouncing off and sticking into various walls. And Crestor turns to you and she says, "You need to help me." And the other woman t- turns to you and she uh, stares at you with amber eyes and she goes, Victor, I was wondering if I'd ever see you. And we're going to go ahead and end this. Woo! Bum, bum, bum. You got mommy problems. Dude. I know that she'll go the wrong way. Experience, but uh, we'll go ahead and do that off air. I believe, in fact, I'll guarantee you right now, you're going to get enough experience that everybody levels up. Woo. So that's going to be yes. really fun. Six. Level six is in our grasp. Uh, but things are going sideways. Yeah, and we'll find is. out exactly what will happen next time. Woo, 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 woo. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye.